again, me, myself, Lewis Maddox, and Terry Wilcox. We are live at the Columbia American Baseball Fields, uh, where we are about to broadcast our first game of the first doubleheader of the season. It's going to be Roberts Toyota versus A-plus Tree Service. Uh, A-plus Tree Service coached by John Winchester, and Roberts Toyota uh, head coach is Lee Williams. Uh, We're we're very excited uh, for the first game that we're going to be broadcasting for our second season doing this in a row. Uh, and, you know, we're extremely thankful that we have the opportunity to do this and uh, have the opportunity to give these kids an opportunity to uh, have their uh, baseball games broadcasted on the radio. And uh, I know me and I know I'm excited. Terry, what about you? What, what oh, are you man. thinking? I tell you, I, we've been pumped all winter thinking about coming this. What a huge success. Uh, Del Kennedy decided to put this on last year. and It was extremely popular. A lot of people in the community talk about it. We've heard from a lot of the parents how much they enjoy hearing hearing their kids' names over the radio. So, well, we absolutely love it, and uh, I'm just thrilled to be here as your color guy and uh, listening to you, your play-by-play, which is awesome. Oh, man, I got, <laughs> we might have to shake the rust off a little bit, folks, so you got to bear with us That's at least right. through this first game. But, uh, yes, we are very excited. It's a beautiful night. It's a little cloudy, but uh, it feels great. The stands are packed, and... Uh, we're ready to play some Columbia American Little League baseball. So uh, while, the, while the kids are still getting warmed up in the field, they're still throwing it around, getting their arms loosened up, we are going to take a little break, and we will be back with you right in time for the first pitch here on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Tent on Wheels, been tinting windows for over 28 years. Stop by and see Tracy and his fantastic professional staff at Tent on Wheels. Located in Columbia at 104 Wayne Street. Give them a call, 931-619-8468. That's 619-8468. Tent on Wheels, proud sponsor of Columbia American Little League Baseball. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. And we appreciate the many years of support from the Columbia American Little League. Well, folks, the first pitch was just thrown. It's number nine, Jackson Lindsay, on the mound for Roberts Toyota. The first pitch was a ball up to bat number five, Dakota Disbro. And catching for the Roberts Toyota team, that's number 19, Braxton Kincaid. A lot of familiar names from last year that I'm seeing on these rosters. Uh, you know, uh, still, yeah, very, I'm just very excited to be here. Here's the pitch from Lindsey. That one's called strike number two. It's a one and two count here in the top of the first inning at the Columbia American Little League baseball field. I tell you, these kids look like they, like they never missed a beat, you know. They're ready to go. Oh, yeah. The pitch from Lindsey, that one's foul tipped by Disbro back into the back netting, and Kincaid will go and corral it. A little bit of a wind here tonight, as you can tell, but oh, yeah, yeah. but warm. But very uh, good feeling breeze. Yes, it is. Lindsay's fifth pitch of the night. That one's going to come straight down the middle, and he'll strike out his first batter of the evening. Dakota Disbro uh, strikes out on a one and 
one and three strike count. So up to the plate, number 12, that's Caden Taylor. He'll be the second batter faced by Jackson Lindsay, who just struck, struck out his first. Still the top of the first inning, 0-0. Zero, zero. There's the pitch from Lindsay, and he puts it right back down the center line, and Lindsay will go over to Paxton Brooks for the first uh, field out of the night. Brooks fields it cleanly, and uh, number 12, Caden Taylor, will be out at first base. Third batter of the evening for A-plus tree service. That's number 23, Charlie Rutledge. Two outs, top of the first inning, still a 0-0 zero to zero ball game. Here's the pitch from Lindsay, a swing and a miss by number 23, Rutledge. Count will be 0-1. Well, we watched little Charlie last year, He's, and he catches. Yes. His, his brother usually pitches, so amazing young man. Great family. The eighth pitch of the night from Lindsay. That one's a little outside, ball number one. Charlie Rutledge now facing a one-and-one one count with two down in the top of the first. Pitch from Lindsay. That one's going to be way inside, giving Charlie Rutledge his second ball. Two and one, the count here. And he had a little back out of the way there. Yeah, <laughs> that was a little him. close. Tenth pitch from Lindsay, a swing and a miss by Rutledge. Two and two, the count. Two outs here in the top of the first. Still a zero to zero ball game. If you're just tuning in. This is Lewis Maddox and uh, joined alongside Terry Wilcox. And we are, uh, it's our first game here of this young uh, Columbia American season. Uh, Charlie Rutledge will make contact with the ball right there, but it is uh, fielded out of play, and he'll come back to the plate uh, showing off the wheels a little bit there. He was already uh, past the plate before they picked it up. Well, yeah, he's quick. We we noticed that last year, but, uh, and he just barely hit it. So if it had stayed fair, he would definitely would have been on. 2 2, still the count. The pitch from Lindsay, and that one's going to be popped up into right field by Rutledge, and it'll drop in front of number 16, Brendan Seacrest. And Charlie Rutledge, first base hit of the night for A-plus tree service. He is standing on first base. We've got the uh, catcher who maybe didn't think that he would get a chance to bat here. He's trying to get off of his uh, get off his shin guards. Uh, still a two-out Top of the first ball game, still 0-0, but now we've got Charlie Rutledge, the lead base runner on first base. And he almost had a shot to go to second. The right fielder kind of bobbled it, but it uh, didn't go very far, so kept him in, on first. So now we've got Makai Frazier, first pitch on him right down the middle. He'll watch it. That's strike number one. Paxton Brooks trying his best to hold on Charlie Rutledge. The pitch from Lindsay, and that one's going to be drilled into center field. And the throw from the center fielder back into second base, that one's going to be overthrown. And Makai Frazier belts one out into the outfield, and that'll be a double, sending Charlie Rutledge to third base. So uh, just when you thought that Roberts Toyota had it all figured out here in the top of the first inning uh, and had two quick outs, uh, now we've got two base runners on third and second. That's uh, Charlie Rutledge and Makai Frazier. Now we've got number nine, Jay Winchester, up to the plate. This will be Lindsay's 15th pitch of the night. Two outs, top of the first. There's the pitch, and it's fouled off into the A-plus tree service dugout, and that'll be an 0-1 count. Yeah, the last couple batter, or the last batter anymore, he nailed it. He got it right dead center up the middle, got it up in the air, but just dropped in front of the center fielder. 
Perfect hit on the sweet spot. Sure was. 0-1 count. Here's the pitch from Lindsey. That one fouled off by Jay Winchester. Still two base runners on. 0-2 now the count. Oh, to the count. Here's the pitch from Lindsey, and another foul tip. You know, he's uh, – I think Jay is really seeing it. He's seeing the ball, but he can't really just uh, get right on top of it. He's got three foul balls. His count's 0-2. Yeah, just he's just behind it. He's just uh, not able to get around in front of it. I think he needs to keep it a little bit outside and make him chase one here. There's the pitch. And that one right to the noggin wow. of Jay Winchester. Uh, thankfully, we do play with helmets in Little League, or that would have been very bad. Um, so uh, now base is loaded. Jay Winchester now standing on first. We still got Makai Frazier on second and Charlie Rutledge on third. And uh, now we're going to see the next batter come up here. That's number two, Ryan Whitehead. Still two outs, still the top of the first, still 0-0. There's the pitch. And I don't know if that one was fouled. Well, it's a strike either way. I don't know yeah. if he tipped that one or not, but it's an 0-1 count now on Ryan Whitehead. Yeah, I think he just got a piece of it and caught the edge of the plate and kicked, kicked back there on us. Good thing the umpire wasn't there. <laughs> yes. This will be Lindsay's 20th pitch of the night. There it is, and that one's going to be called strike number two on Ryan Whitehead. His count is now 0-2. The A-plus tree service would hate uh, to be in the top of the first inning and leave three base runners on. Yeah, you, you, you get anybody on third, boy, you want to bring them in. There's the pitch, and it's going to be belted. Base hit into right field, fielded by Brendan Seacrest. Charlie Rutledge will score. Makai Frazier will score. And uh, Ryan Whitehead with a very powerful shot into right field. Uh, bats in two runs. And now number 71, Jacob Amos, is up to the plate. We've got Ryan Whitehead now standing on first. And I believe Jay Winchester on second. That's two nice RBIs for Ryan Whitehead. Jacob Amos foul tips off the first one. 0-1 is his, is his count. Two outs here in the top of the first. A-plus tree service now leads this ball game 2-0. They're considered the away team. The pitch. Little inside. Going to be called ball one. One and one count for Jacob Amos. Faces two outs with two base runners on. His team holds a two-nothing lead. And it was the first two batters that got out, one-two. So. And another gonna pop drop. up. Nope. And Good that man. one will be fielded. Jacob Amos pops it up in, in the infield. And the shortstop for Roberts Toyota will corral that one. That'll be the third out of the top of the first inning. So the side will retire. A-plus tree service gets up two runs here in the top of the first. Join us right back after this for the bottom of the first inning. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. This is State Representative Scott Sapicki. This is the time of year when Little League Baseball and all the hopes and dreams of all the Little Leaguers start to take shape. That's where I started my career out a long time ago on these Little Diamonds. Look forward to seeing all the youngsters out there and the parents supporting them trying to make our Little League Baseball the best in the state of Tennessee. Hope you all have a great day out there, and let's go all Little Leaguers. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hello, my name is Tyler Snead, Executive Director at Morning Point Assisted Living here in Columbia. We provide assisted living and memory care for your loved ones. Our philosophy is to create a home-like environment, and my personal motto is to treat everyone like family. Come see me at 2050 Union Place here in Columbia, or you can call me at 931-388-2200. You can also reach us by our website, www.morningpoint.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hunter Holt was the first batter up for Roberts Toyota, and he just belted one down the right field line. He's heading into home, but he will hold up right in between third and home plate. Wow. Man, we really just missed the, the the big action play right there in the beginning. I think that was the second pitch it was. thrown to Hunter Holt. Caden, uh, Caden Taylor is the pitcher starting for A-plus tree service, but Hunter Holt, with a opening uh, triple for Roberts Toyota, A plus Tree Service leads this one two to nothing here in the bottom of the first inning. <laughs> I tell you, he would have scored, I believe, if he would have came out. Oh man, he should have kept going. But he no, should have given the green light. Yeah, but no outs. I guess you gotta, you know, you gotta stay hold safe. Up. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. So Jackson Lindsay will be the second batter up to the plate for Roberts Toyota. Twenty-four pitches there in the top of that first inning, and Caden Taylor on his fourth right here. In the bottom of the first. Ball number two on Jackson Lindsay. 2-0 count on him. The pitch from Taylor. That one will be a little inside. Ball number three on Jackson Lindsay. 3-0 count. Hunter Holt still standing on third base. 
the pitch from Taylor. That one will be low and outside, and Lindsey will take the base. So now we've got Hunter Holt standing on third and Jackson Lindsey on first. Two base runners on for Roberts Toyota early. Yeah, this is going to be one of those games, I think. <laughs> I think so. First one of the year. So Preston Haywood up to the plate now for Roberts Toyota, number 15. This will be Caden Taylor's seventh pitch, and that one's going to be called a strike. Hunter Holt will creep in closer to home plate a little bit and be backed off by the catcher, number 29. That is Makai Frazier. Jackson Lindsay wants to, wants to run it first. He took about four or five steps that time. But I can't believe he didn't. I think that was a thing we had last yeah, year, that uh, first pitch, they're gone. And second pitch, he won't be able to either because yeah. Preston Haywood, that's the second strike on him. 0-2 count, he fouled that one off. Yeah, we noticed that last year. There's an awful lot of stolen bases. Especially the little guys like Hunter Holt and those yes. guys. Yeah, you're not going to hold them on base at all. Here's the ninth pitch from Taylor to Haywood, and he puts it into play. He tries to stop it, does Taylor, and he tries to go back to home plate. Hunter Holt was running in, but it wasn't in time. Hunter Holt scores the first run of the night for Roberts Toyota. Two to one, your score now. So RBI from Preston Haywood. He stands on first, and Jackson Lindsay advances to second. Well, that was kind of an off-speed pitch, kind of high. He just went after it and dribbled it right between the pitcher and the shortstop. And kind of like he just... Kind of set his bat up there. Yeah, it was almost like a like a swinging bunt, if you will. Makai Frazier drops that pitch, and both runners for Roberts Toyota will advance. They'll go from second to first to third and second. That's still Jackson, Lindsey, and Preston Haywood. We got Paxton Brooks up to the plate now. He's facing a one and zero count. This will be Caden Taylor's eleventh pitch of the night. There it is, right there. Good pitch called strike number one on Paxton Brooks. One and one the count. Bottom of the first inning still, 2-1. to one. Uh, A-plus tree service still holds the lead. That pitch from Taylor a little high. 2-1 the count. Runners on third and second for Robert Toyota. There's the pitch from Taylor. And that one called a strike. Yeah, a little, it was a little outside and high. Yeah, a little high and outside, but... Uh... The umpire's doing what he can to help the pitchers. We've only got, uh, just want to remind everybody, we don't have a behind-the-plate umpire. The uh, umpire will be calling balls and strikes from uh, behind the pitcher. So it is a little more difficult than it usually is. Yeah, I know we did that last year. Then when we got to the tournament time, they went to two. I'd still like to see that again. I think the umpire loses some when he's not behind the plate. I agree. Just my opinion, yep. So Paxton Brooks, two and two count on him. Still no outs here in the bottom of the first. He swings and misses on that one and strikes out. So that's the first out that A-plus tree service gets. One out here in the bottom of the first. Still, They still uh, hold a two-to-one advantage over Roberts Toyota. Braxton Kincaid up to the plate now. Still base runners on third and second for Roberts Toyota. The pitch from Taylor. That one called a strike. So an 0-1 count here on Braxton Kincaid, number 19, the catcher for Roberts Toyota. I tell you, Jackson Lindsay's just waiting for one to get by the catcher, and he's going to come charging in from third. Oh, he'll be gone. That one popped up. That one's going to be fouled. I think the wind kind of carried that a yeah, little bit. Oh, it did. Uh, and it'll roll over the dugout cage and back into the dugout. So an 0-2 count now on number 19, Braxton Kincaid. 17 pitches 
for Caden Taylor. Yeah, he's doing a good job. He's uh, he's not giving him anything right down the middle, and he, he's hanging tough. You know, we got a good out there in Paxson Brooks, who's a very good. He's a number four hitter, so you know he's got a lot of power. Yes. Whoa. That one's behind the catcher, and Jackson Lindsay chooses to not. He gets about a fourth of the way down the line and chooses to go back to third base. Yeah, it kind of took a, a unfortunate bounce for the runner. It yes. hit the backstop and come right back towards the catcher. So now a one and two count on Braxton Kincaid. Both base runners still on. There's the pitch from Taylor. That one caught a little outside. That's that's that one that was called a strike earlier. <laughs> I'd also agree with that. Hey, but I, uh, the umpire's got a tough job. I, he does. They, they're doing they're doing the best they can. Two and two, the count. The pitch from Taylor. That one is high and inside. Full count for Kincaid now. Still two base runners on for Roberts Toyota. One out here in the bottom of the first. A plus tree service leads two to one. That one popped up by Kincaid, but it's going to go foul and uh, almost hit some of the bystanders, but luckily it didn't. So now 21 pitches in is Caden Taylor. Braxton Kincaid still facing a full count with one out here in the bottom of the first inning. Jackson Lindsay and Preston Haywood still on base. The pitch from Taylor, and he got Kincaid. Wow, that's two of their better Power hitters in number four and five hitters have got to strike out with runners on second and third. So now two outs for Roberts Toyota. The pitch from Taylor. That one's going to be called a little high and inside ball number one, and that's number 28, Ben Southworth, up to the plate for the first time. Still two runners on, two outs. He pops that one over the fence once again. Foul ball. One and one the count for Ben Southworth. Pitch count now even between Jackson Lindsay and Caden Taylor at 24. So a pretty evenly first matched inning pitching-wise. That pitch from Taylor right there, a ball. Two and one the count on Southworth. And they've been about the same, too. If you remember, uh, A1, A-plus tree service had second, third at the end with also. So There's the pitch from Taylor. That one's going to be a little high also. Three and one the count on Southworth. Well, he does have an open base, so he doesn't have to throw it in there. Two outs in the bottom of the first. The pitch from Taylor. And that one's going to be a little outside, and Southworth will take his base. Base is loaded for Roberts Toyota. Now number 35, Aiden Hickman, will come to the plate for his first at-bat, and they're going to have a little meeting with the infield and the head coach. Or head coach meeting with the umpire a little early. Yeah, that was a uh, that, that was a ball. There's no doubt about that. That last one. There's been a couple, but they, I think they pretty well evened out. Uh, one was called strike. One 
should have been a ball. And the second time around, he called that same location a, a strike. But I really want that umpire to be consistent. As long as they are, you, the coaches, uh, they can accept that. That's right. So the huddle at the mound breaks Caden Taylor with his 28th pitch of the night. Aiden Tickman first swing. He will swing and uh, yeah. will not make contact. 0-1 the count on him. Well, he's throwing that change up just at the right time. They're way out in front of it. That was a good pitch. Oh, Strike number two. Fastball down low. Base is still loaded. Jackson Lindsay, Preston Haywood, and Ben Southworth, Aiden Hickman at the plate. He's facing an 0-2 count with two outs here in the bottom of the first, though. This will be Taylor's 30th pitch. Swing and a miss. Aiden Hickman strikes out. Wow. And that will retire the first inning of our first game in the first doubleheader uh, of the season. So stick around with us. We'll be right back with second inning action. A-plus tree service leads it 2-1. to one. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. At Apex Bank, we care about our community and local economy. That's why we are proudly participating with the Small Business Administration to deliver another round of paycheck protection loans to local businesses that continue to be impacted by COVID-19. Our lenders will guide you through the process of securing funds for your business to meet obligations such as payroll, rent, and utilities. When properly utilized, these loans can be 100% forgiven. Call us at 931-246-7105 at Apex Bank. Apex Bank is building stronger communities together. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. So the first pitch... Here in the second inning, that's number 11 up to the plate, Aiden Compton, and he puts it into play, and now Robert Soyota is just throwing it all over the field. Aiden Compton, uh, first pitch in the second inning, he puts it into play and puts it into uh, right center field and makes it to first base. I tell you, if the right fielder had been paying attention, he could have threw him out at first. Oh, yeah. He just wasn't. There's been a, there's been a couple times like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So here's Lindsay now. Second pitch of the inning. That one's called a strike on number 16, Preston Castile. Aiden Compton, the only base runner on for A-plus tree service at the moment. He's standing on first. They lead 2-1 to one here in the top of the first. An 0-1 count on number 16, Preston Castile. He shows bunt and puts the ball 
on the bat, but it goes foul. And now he faces an 0-2 count. Boy, did you say how, what a beautiful night it is out here? It is so pretty. <laughs> I think another foul. Yep, a yeah. foul ball right there. So Preston Castile stays alive. Went right off the face mask of the catcher there. But uh, he never flinched. Big shout out to uh, Del Kennedy, our station owner, uh, for putting these games on. What a great, great idea. And I know the people in the community absolutely love it. So yeah. thanks, thank you, Del. Couldn't be more thankful. There's the pitch from Lindsay, and that one's going to be called a little low and outside. One and two the count on Castile now. Yeah, that outside corner, it's, uh, it's tricky. Yes. You know, we've seen three or four pitches that have been there, but uh, sometimes a little too high, sometimes just a little too low. And sometimes there. Sometimes there when they're not, when they are high. Whoa. And another hit him. Preston Castile was hit in the rib cage by a Jackson Lindsay ball. So Aiden Compton will advance to second, and Preston Castile will go to first. Might have to give him a little time. Yeah, he caught it right in the ribs. I mean, he tried to, you know, he really tried to get out of the way, but uh, and that sting's coming in, even though they're not throwing him that that hard. It's a uh, it still, it still hurts. Oh, yeah, definitely does. Uh, but I think, yep, Preston Castile, he's yeah. going to be all right. He stepped back on the bag. These, these kids are tough, I'll tell you. And they've just resumed play. Gets a little yep. applause from the crowd. Yeah, he'll have a bruise in the morning, but uh, oh, yeah. he's fine for now. So, number five, Dakota Disbro, back up to the top of the lineup. He shows bunt. And uh, we'll pull back on that one. 1-0 the count on him. So we've got Castile on first and Compton on second. It was so far outside he couldn't reach it. <laughs> Disbro showing bunt again. He will put this one down right down the center line. Lindsay will turn around and try and go to third. Smart play. It's very smart play by Lindsay. He doesn't uh, go to first. He goes to third and gets out the lead runner. So uh, pretty much nothing happened. Aiden Compton uh, out on third base. Now one out here in the top of the second inning with Disbro and Castile on first and second, respectively. Yeah, it was such a good bunt. He probably most likely would have beat it out, but he just doesn't get a hit. He gets fielder's choice on that one. Almost another hit on Caden uh, Taylor up to the plate now for A-plus tree service. And I tell you, he's throwing hard, too. So. <laughs> he, he is throwing pretty, pretty hard. Lindsey up to 33 pitches now. His team down 2-1 to one here in the top of the second. There's the pitch, and that one is beamed out to center field by Taylor, and it'll go over the center fielder's head. Castile will score. Disbro rounding second, Disbro rounding third, and he'll hold up there. A absolutely monstrous hit from Caden Taylor right directly in the middle of the Columbia American Little League logo in center field, and he'll get off with a double. So now A-plus tree service leads 3-1. to one. Here in the top of this first inning is Charlie Rutledge will be up uh, up to bat next uh, as uh, Jackson Lindsay's going to get a little uh, talking to from the head coach of Roberts Toyota. Yeah, that was a one hopper. The, the second one hit right at the base of the fence, so he, he nailed it. Straight over the center fielder just turned and ran, couldn't catch up with it. So The thing is, he's throwing hard enough that – if they can make contact, it's going. A, oh yeah, going a long way. And it looks like the wind is pretty well calmed down. Its flags are limp, so 
you get behind one, you can put it out tonight. Hopefully, we see one. Yes, I we, still haven't. I still haven't called one. Yeah, I saw so many last year. It's <laughs> oh, don't brag, Terry. <laughs> At least two or three. <laughs> so Rutledge still up to bat, and Rutledge now pops one up into center field, but that one will be caught, and they try to tag up and go, and it works. He threw to the wrong base, so. Disbro will score as Charlie Rutledge is out on the uh, the fly ball into center field. But uh, Disbro scores, making it a 4-1 to one game here in the top of the second. Uh, Makai Frazier will be up to bat now with Caden Taylor still the lone base runner on third base. Yeah, if he had uh, that throw there, you want to go to third base, he would have got the, the young man going to third, but he overthrew everybody right towards the catcher, not in time. Hey, pass going to put him on. So an intentional walk, it looks like, for Makai Frazier. And he will trot to first base. Caden Taylor still on third. 40 pitches in is Lindsey. There's that one right there. And uh, Frazier will steal that base with a runner on third. There will be no attempt to uh, stop that from happening. There's that stolen base we talked about. There it is. Two away here in the top of the second. Here's the pitch from Lindsey. And uh, Jay Winchester will put that one into play and then out of play. That one rolls down the first baseline and goes foul. That was a great idea if he could have got it uh, past the first baseman there. Two runs would have scored. Yes. Especially with two outs on any hit, the uh, runners are moving. So his count now 0-2. Jay Winchester, the pitch from Lindsey. That one right down the middle, and he'll get caught looking. Jay Winchester strikes out on the third pitch. Lindsay's 42nd of the night, 4-1. to A-plus tree service uh, uh, puts on two more runs here in the second inning, and uh, their offense is looking good. We'll join you in the bottom of the second inning and see how Roberts Toyota can answer right after this. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 7 p.m. two nights a week, 931-388-8452. Beck Dental Care in Columbia, 1603 Rosewood Drive. Roofing isn't something you think about until you need it. When you do, let Roof Systems, Inc. be your first call. Roof Systems, Inc. is locally owned and has been providing excellent service since 1983. From repairing roofs on small homes or installing new roofs for large commercial retailers, no job is too big or too small. Why choose Roof Systems, Inc.? Well, in our customers' words, best experience I've had with construction-related business. Honest, professional, friendly, and affordable. Call today, 931-398-5977. That's 931-398-5977. This is Eli Gold, and you're listening to 103.7 WKRM Columbia. 
So it looks like a uh, coach's meeting with the umpire is taking place once again. Uh, we don't really know what that's about, and, you know, we can uh, kind of guess a little bit, but we won't. Uh, we are now going to resume in the bottom of the second inning here. A-plus tree service in the field once again. Caden Taylor still on the mound. He's got 30 pitches uh, logged in that first inning and uh, pitched fairly well, only allowed one run. Yeah, I'm a little, little perplexed, like you said, what's going on because uh... – you know, you can't argue. You can't argue balls and strikes. That'll get you thrown out as a manager. But uh, I don't really hasn't been anything else close that I can think of. You know, any other controversial play? You know, maybe there's is there something with the batter. Sometimes uh, somebody's not doesn't turn in the right lineup or something like that. I don't know. Not well, sure. it looks like they've resolved the issue. Yeah, let's let's play ball. That's what yeah. we're here for. Yeah, we're, we're under a time limit too. Don't forget. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. So, uh, Brendan Seacrest is going to be the first batter here in the bottom of the second inning for Roberts Toyota. This will be Taylor's 31st pitch. There it is right there. Swinging a miss. Strike number one for Seacrest. 0-1-1 the count on him. Bottom of the second inning. A-plus tree service in the field. Leads 4-1. to one. The pitch from Taylor uh, a little change yeah, up that there. was a change. That was a very changed up. Just on, <laughs> just on the inside corner. And uh, he called it a strike. Yeah, so it ain't nothing until the umpire calls it, right? That's right. Zero and two. The count on Seacrest. That one in the dirt. That'll be called uh, the first ball. Hopefully, ball. one and two. No outs. You're in the bottom of the second. Brendan Seacrest facing a one and two count. Yeah, I tell you, a little Mr. Caden Taylor is mixing it up pretty good there. On the mound. He's I'm like, impressed. Yeah, he's thrown inside, outside, change up, fastballs. And that'll be strike number three. Wow. You can see that one coming. There's a fastball right down the middle. Brendan Seacrest watches one go by, and Caden Taylor will uh, claim another victim, if you will. One out here in the bottom of the second inning as uh, number four, Sawyer Titus, uh, left handed batter, is up for his first at bat of the day. Well, that name sounds familiar, don't it? Younger brother. Mr. Titus, the big catcher. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, he. Uh, you had me stumped for a second. Yeah, he was a. He had some home runs beginning early in the season. Yes, I do remember now. And, uh, he's a. Uh, yeah, he's uh, just. Uh, he kind of got too old, not able to play <laughs> in this league anymore. But. Uh, so his brother just fouled off. Yeah, Liam. Yeah, Liam Titus. That's a. I was forgetting the name for Liam. a second there. There, yeah, there yeah, it Liam, is. He's sitting right down there watching his brother, but. Uh, right behind their dugout. Good catcher, boy. He's got to add an arm. That's that's exactly right. So uh, Sawyer Titus is facing an 0-2 count from Caden. And uh, that one will. That one, yeah, that one got, that one got away well from him a little bit there. He tried a little change up outside, and it was way outside. So a 1-2 count on Titus. The pitch from Taylor, swing and a miss, strike number three, and uh, two up, two down for Caden Taylor here in this second inning. It's his uh, fifth strikeout on the night. He struck out the side in the, in the first, and he's got the first two batters here. And now Hunter Holt back up to the plate again. The pitch from Taylor, that one a little, a little high, called a ball. Two oh, outs here in the bottom of the second now. Well, he drilled that one first time, remember, right down out yes. there, right field. Drilled it. The 40th pitch from Taylor. That one by Makai Frazier. 
Yeah, if, if I'm I'm not giving him anything good to hit. Uh, he's a leadoff hitter, great, good power. Uh, and man, such a small package too. <laughs> but man, he can play. Pitch from Taylor, uh, ball number three. So now Hunter Holt facing a three and O count. Still two outs here in the bottom of the second. Eight plus tree service leads four to one. And ball number four on Hunter Holt will send him to first base, you know, and Terry, I, I almost can't blame oh, that's a, I that. Would, they could have just put him on. Quite honestly, yeah. I'm a little surprised they didn't just point and say, put him on. I mean, they got good hitters coming up behind them. Lindsay, Lindsay and Haywood coming up next, too. They've got about 42 pitch count on evened up once again. That one popped up foul. That was a good going hit. down the left side of the field. That's Jackson Lindsay. So he got a good piece of that one, but 0-1 is his count now. Hunter Holt standing on first still. Still two outs. A little bit high and outside. He chased it, but uh, it was kind of a changeup again. He don't like throwing these bigger hitters the fastball. He likes throwing the changeup. And they're so eager to swing that they usually get out in front of it. The pitch from Taylor, that one by Frazier again, and Hunter Holt will uh, go past second base and uh, almost take third, but he uh, wised up and uh, turned around. That boy, he he can play baseball. Oh, my goodness. He's so quick. He's so smart. Good baseball sense. The pitch from Taylor right there, and now Lindsey will put it into play. On the third base side of things, and a bad throw from Compton on third base. Hunter Holt will score, and Lindsay is safe on first. So a a, a, uh, a good hit right there, a good opportunity to put that ball into play. I don't know why the third baseman right there didn't just all had to do uh, tag t- Holt. That's all he had to do. You know, you take that throw out of the pitcher because uh, he got in a hurry and threw it in the dirt. So Roberts Toyota gets a run right there from Hunter Holt. And now Preston Haywood line drives one over to the right side field of things. But the first baseman for A-plus tree service snags that one out of the air and will retire the side and retire the inning. We will return to action in the third inning of play. A-plus tree service leads 4-2. to two. Tent on wheels, been tinting windows for over 28 years. Stop by and see Tracy and his fantastic professional staff at Tent on Wheels. Located in Columbia at 104 Wayne Street. Give them a call, 931-619-8468. That's 619-8468. Tent on Wheels, proud sponsor of Columbia American Little League Baseball. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. And we appreciate the many years of support from the Columbia American Little League. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. This is Eli Gold, and you're listening to 103.7 WKRM Columbia. Back here at the Columbia American Little League Park, Jackson Lindsay still on the mound for Roberts Toyota. Braxton Kincaid just got the uh, send down uh, uh, command to go down to second base, and we're ready to start this third inning of play here at the Columbia American Little League baseball fields. Uh, starting off for A-plus tree service here in this third inning, number two, Ryan Whitehead. It'll be the 43rd pitch thrown from Lindsay, and there it is. That one a little low, right down the middle, but a little low for Ryan Whitehead. Yeah. Ball number one. And uh, Ryan singled his first time up, so he's one for one. Whitehead facing a 1-0 and count. The pitch from Lindsay, that was a good pitch right down the middle. Jackson Lindsay strike number one on Ryan Whitehead. One and one the count on Whitehead. The pitch from Lindsay, that one far outside. One and or two and one the count rather now. And they're making the catchers work a little bit today. And that they are. <laughs> he had to stretch for that and it got past him. The two one from Lindsay and he'll hit another batter. Ryan Whitehead is uh, gonna trot down to first base. And uh, he'll be the first base runner on in this third inning. Oh, that's a, that's the third uh, batter he's hit today. Especially you don't want to hit uh, hit you know hit batter or a walk right off the bat. That's something you really want to avoid putting those runners on. Right. Still no outs. Number two. And one. Jacob Amos is going to get hit by Jackson Lindsay right there. So two in a row right there hit by Lindsay, And I think they are going to have a meeting with Lindsay out on the mound. Yeah, I think he's, uh, he's probably frustrated because he's, he's been throwing some good pitches, but uh, they've kind of get uh, – they've been tagging him quite a few of the ones when he throws them across the plate. So He does just, seem a little frustrated. So we're trying to get him inside, and he just uh, doesn't have command of his inside pitch right now. And, uh, yeah, you can't uh, – we don't want to don't want to be hitting too many batters. That's not a good thing. Having a conversation with head coach on the mound. Yeah, he's uh, having a pretty good conversation. Oh, he's he's not convert. Yes, that's right. <laughs> he's doing all the listening. The coach is giving it to him. So, we've uh, we've been joined. Speaking yeah, of coaches, we have been joined, big time joined. We've been coached by the great coach, James Dickinson. How are you doing tonight, coach? Oh, doing great. Just got through a little practice. That's a pretty pitch there, that down the middle there, Lou. That's right. Jackson Lindsay throws a strike, and uh, they, they didn't take him out. He uh, hit the uh, first two batters in a row here in the top of the third inning, uh, but he'll stay out there for a little longer. 
I like pitch his, from him. I like his philosophy, trying to back the batters out of the box a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seems like it. Though. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where we're, and uh, Mr. Carpenter, uh, good Aiden here, Compton, he, uh, remember he singled to right his first time. That's right. Two base runners on. And uh, almost hit another, and both base runners for A-plus tree service will advance. Jacob Amos and Ryan Whitehead on second and third bases, respectively. A one and two count now on number 11, Aiden Compton. No outs here in the top of the third. A-plus tree service still leads four to two. The 51st pitch from Lindsay, that one right down the middle, will be put in out of play by Compton. He'll almost make it to first base, and he'll trot on back. One and two still a count on him. Yeah, he, he gets uh, gets a bat on the ball. I mean, he, he tries to put it where they're not, which is the whole the whole name of the game here. It is. His stance is the right field all the way, though. Look at it back, leg, back. Everything aimed to the right field. Here. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's what he did the first inning. There's a pitch from Lindsey, and that one inside. Two and two the count on number 11, Aiden Compton now. Yeah, he got it right between the first baseman and second baseman the first time. Mm-hmm. And they're playing him over a little bit to right. They are. They traded him. The 2-2 from Lindsay, yeah. and strike number three. They got Aiden Compton looking. That'll be the first out here in the third inning. One away here in the top of the third. A-plus tree service still leads 4-2. to two. Now we've got number 16. That's Preston Castile up for his second at-bat of the night. And still two base runners on for A-plus tree service. There's a pitch from Lindsay. A little bit inside, but will be called a strike. Yeah, he was uh, he was bailing out on that pitch. Yeah, yeah it was uh, close. I, you know, I'd say well, I would be too. Well, he got and he got hit the first uh, first his first at bat. So yeah, anything close inside, he's going to be. That'll definitely make you a little skittish. <laughs> I'm glad I'm up here. That one a little <laughs> outside. Yeah, he was from. Yeah, he was even Lindsay. looking at that one, and it was outside. <laughs> Rushed the corner, did it, Lou? It did. And like I said, it ain't nothing until the coach calls it or the umpire calls it. So an 0-2 count on Castile, one out. Oh, and he'll put it into play over to the third baseman. He'll try to go back over to first and called out. But one run scores. Uh, Ryan Whitehead right there scored the run. And Jacob Amos advanced to third base. A-plus tree service now holds a 5-2 lead. Who won the first game? This is the first game. Oh, this is the first game? Yes, yeah. sir. Seems like it's 9 o'clock. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell me about it. It's a beautiful, beautiful day, though, isn't it, Coach? It is a beautiful day. Has Clayton Harris team played? They play next. Okay, up next. They got the night capper. They got the night That's capper. That's right. Two away here in the top of the third. 5-3, 8-plus tree service lead. Dakota Disbro now up the left-handed hitter for A-plus tree service. Scored a run just a short time ago. First pitch to him was a ball, 1-0 the count. Here's the next pitch from Lindsey. That one right down the middle, a pretty pitch. And strike number one on Disbro. And Dakota's, uh, he's, he's reached base once, but it got on the fielder's choice. So he's 0 for 2 on the night. So one and one the count on Disbro. And another pretty pitch from Lindsey will put Disbro in the hole, one and two. Two outs here in the top of the third. Yeah, if you get it over, even if it's a little low, the, uh, they've been calling them strikes. So. Wait to the second game. 
The 1-2 from Lindsay, and that one will be well outside. 2-2 two and two the count now on Disbro. Two outs well, here relative. in the top of the third. It's relative. A-plus <laughs> <laughs> tree service still leads 5-2. to two. The pitch from Lindsay. Good pitch right there, but called a little high. Full count on Disbro. Yeah, it was right dead center over the plate, just a little high. I think that he throws that pitch again. I think he calls it. The full count pitch from Lindsay, and I'm, it might have been foul tipped a little bit there, but uh, he swung and missed, and strike number three, and that'll retire the first half of this third inning, 5-2. A-plus tree service puts up another run here in the third inning. They lead it 5-2. We'll join you right back after this in the bottom of the third inning. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, my name is Tyler Snead, Executive Director at Morning Point Assisted Living here in Columbia. We provide assisted living and memory care for your loved ones. Our philosophy is to create a home-like environment, and my personal motto is to treat everyone like family. Come see me at 2050 Union Place here in Columbia, or you can call me at 931-388-2200. You can also reach us by our website, www.morningpoint.com. This is Eli Gold, and you're listening to 103.7 WKRM Columbia. Paxton Brooks back up to the plate, the uh, cleanup hitter for Roberts Toyota. His team is trailing by three runs, a score of 5-2 to two as we enter the bottom of the third inning here at the Columbia American Major League Field. The first pitch from Caden Taylor here in the third inning is a little high and outside, and we'll go over Makai Frazier's head. 1-0 is the count on Paxton Brooks, who struck out his uh, first time up. Looking to redeem himself from that. And there's Caden Taylor swinging a miss. Strike number one on Paxton Brooks. He faces a one-and-one count now. There's that changeup, I'll tell you. When he, he gets them swinging way out in front of that pitch. Caden Taylor really impressing early here in this one. And that one, Paxton Brooks shoots that one past the second baseman into center field. They will get it back into Charlie Relledge, the shortstop playing second. But Paxton Brooks good for a single, and he will end up on first base. Braxton Kincaid up now. And he was a strikeout victim his first time up. Two of more of their uh, power hitters, as we mentioned uh, earlier. The pitch from Taylor, and he line drives that one into left field, and Braxton Kincaid will be safe on first. Paxton Brooks narrowly safe on second. That was closer closer than it should have been, but it got right to the left fielder, and he fired it to second, and uh, I don't think I don't think Paxton was expecting the throw to go I don't there. think he was either. And, uh, boy, he barely got in. So now we got two base runners on. Paxton Brooks on second. Caleb Kincaid on first. 
There's the pitch from Taylor. That one goes past the catcher again. Everyone stands still, takes a bounce off the back, padding uh, behind the home plate. Well, Braxton wanted to go to second bad, but oh yeah, Preston wasn't budging off of the bag. So. This is Ben Southworth up for his second at-bat of the night. His second pitch to him, still a little outside, ball number two, a 2-0 count on him. The pitch from Taylor, swing and a miss. He was swinging for the fence, wasn't he? Oh, my goodness. That was a – if he had made contact with it, that might have gone. I think so. The 2-1 from Taylor will be a little outside, and Frazier will try to go to first and try to pick off Caleb Kincaid. Yeah, he's got a pretty good arm too. You Braxton Kincaid, excuse me. Yeah, they're kind of dancing around trying to get to, trying to get to throw there, hoping he'll get by the first baseman, but uh, that moved the runners up, but didn't make it. The three-one from Taylor to Southworth, swing and a miss. Strike number two on Ben. That was a good pitch there, but it was right, right down the middle, but uh, just couldn't catch up with it. Still no outs here in the bottom of this third inning. A-plus tree service in the field still leads 5-2. Ben Southworth up to the plate. He faces a 3-2 count. The pitch from Taylor will be called a little high. Ball four, and now the base is loaded. We've got Ben Southworth on first, Braxton Kincaid on second, Paxton Brooks on third, uh, waiting for Aiden Hickman to try and bring them all home and make this one a little more interesting. Still no outs, bases loaded, and a power hitter up to the plate. There's the pitch from Taylor, a little inside, ball number one. Well, I like that. That was that was it way inside, and he, he hung right in there, never, didn't back out. Uh, he was a strikeout victim his first time up as well. So, But uh, he's a good hitter, good power hitter. There's the pitch from Taylor, a swing and a miss. That'll be strike number one on Hickman who will now face a one-and-one one count. And the pitcher is smart. He's throwing him inside. If, you, if that batter gets one near the outside, boy, right field is, is wide open. they got a big old gap in right field. Huge gap. The 1-1 one, one from Taylor. He'll put it into play. Braxton Brooks coming down the third baseline. He won't make it in time. Paxton Brooks out at home plate. Uh, but Aiden Hickman still safe on first and everyone else safe as well. So we've got Braxton Kincaid on third base. And we've got Aiden Hickman on first. Brendan Seacrest is up to bat for Roberts Toyota. One out now in the bottom of the third innings. A-plus tree service still leads 5-2. to two. Yeah, Third baseman had a nice play there. Had to throw it around the runner and still get the out. The pitch from Taylor on Seacrest. That'll be a little low. Ball number one. The pitch from Taylor. It'll be put into play by Seacrest. Stopped by Rutledge, the first baseman. And he'll will, the, the play will be in time to first base. Brendan Seacrest is out, but a run was batted in. Number 19, Braxton Kincaid scores coming from third base. And now two base runners on with two outs 
here in the bottom of the third as A-plus tree service leads 5-3. to three. I'm a little, little surprised they didn't try for the double play there. I am it too. Was, it was hit quick enough, and uh, I think they had a legitimate shot to get it. So 5-3 your score now. A-plus tree service still leads. Sawyer Titus showing bunt. He'll try to go up, not bring it back, and that will be called strike number one. Kind of chases a little bit. Yeah, it was kind of high and inside. That's when you got to just step back and let it go. But I think this is this is his first year, I believe, in the, in the major league here. So there's the pitch from Taylor, swinging a miss by number four, Sawyer Titus. Will be his second strike at this at bat. He faces an 0-2 count with two outs here in the bottom of this third inning. And he was a strikeout victim his first time up as well. There's the pitch and a swing and a miss. Strike number three. That'll be the third out here in the bottom of the third inning and will retire the inning. Roberts Toyota does get on the board in the third, but not enough to make this a little more interesting. Well, 5-3, to three, it is a little interesting. We'll be back right after this for fourth inning action. Tent on Wheels, been tinting windows for over 28 years. Stop by and see Tracy and his fantastic professional staff at Tent on Wheels. Located in Columbia at 104 Wayne Street. Give them a call, 931-619-8468. That's 619-8468. Tent on Wheels, proud sponsor of Columbia American Little League Baseball. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. And we appreciate the many years of support from the Columbia American Little League. This is Eli Gold, and you're listening to 103.7 WKRM Columbia. Back here at the Columbia American Little League Park, about to start fourth inning action here in our first broadcast of our Tuesday night regular doubleheaders in the major league season. That's right, we'll be here. We'll be here all through the regular season and for the uh, tournament at the end as well. So we'll That's probably, right. I think I believe we carried all the games in the tournament, did we not, last year? I think so. I, I think, think we so, did. Yeah. Jackson Lindsay still the pitcher for Roberts Toyota. He's got 62. Taylor, on the other hand, with 64. Mm-hmm. Five to three, your score, top of the fourth inning. First pitch from Lindsay. Caden Taylor up to up to the plate, actually. So uh, the pitcher's facing off to start off the fourth inning. That ball was a strike. 0-1-1 the count on Taylor. Pitch from Lindsey, and that one is going to be drilled right back at Lindsey. And Taylor will make it to first. It'll go past Paxton Brooks at first base, and Paxton Brooks will try to go to second. It'll go past the second baseman, Taylor, at second. He's going to third, and he will make it to third. Wow. Wow. So two errors, rather three errors, 
by Roberts Toyota. Uh, Lindsey couldn't field yeah. the hit on the mound. Yeah. Uh, bad throw to first base and then a bad throw to second. Yeah, I think he uh, get a hit, credit with the hit for that one because it, it bounced off the pitcher and went over almost to third. But uh, then the other two were just wild throws. One more wild throw and he would have scored. So Caden Taylor ends up with a triple right there. And uh, Charlie Relage up to the plate now. A real inside ball. Yeah, it seems like he gets when he gets frustrated, he goes inside a little too much. So you know, Coach settled him down pretty good last inning, but we'll see what happens here. There's a pitch from, Lin- from Lindsay, and Rutledge will put that into center field. Caden Taylor will score, and Charlie Rutledge, now the lone base runner of A-plus tree service, standing on first base. That RBI extends the lead to three runs, six to three. Your score still the top of the fourth inning and still no outs. And that's uh, his second RBI in the night for Charlie. The 67th pitch from Lindsay. And uh, Kincaid drops that one, and in a blink of an eye, Charlie Rutledge is standing on second base. Which uh, happened quite a bit last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it did. Him and little Hunter Holt, those guys, you got to keep them close. So Rutledge on second. 1-0 count for Makai Frazier. That ball was fouled uh, completely over the back netting and landed somewhere <laughs> behind us in our crow's nest. Somewhere in the field behind us almost. That was way back there. So now a one-and-one count for Makai Frazier, the A-plus tree surface catcher. Jackson Lindsay's pitch, swing and a miss, strike number two for Makai Frazier, and a one-and-two count now on him. Uh, he got him way out in front of that one. Again, he you know, learned from his uh, pitching, his partner on the other team there, uh, that changeup. On these big hitters, we'll catch him swinging. Makai Frazier puts it into play. He goes, tries to go uh, to the left side of the field, but it is stopped. Yeah, he didn't have a... Hunter Holt stopped it over there, shortstop. He knew he didn't have a shot to get him at first, so he was trying to catch catch Mr. Rutledge rounding the bag at third a little bit, maybe catch him off guard there, but... uh, too good of a too good of a player, and uh, he was ready for it. An unsuccessful attempt. Now Rutledge standing on third. Makai Frazier on first. I imagine he will take off right here, and he does. So he'll take second base as Jay Winchester is up for, I believe, his third at bat of the night. He is. He was hit by a pitch first time, and uh, and he struck out last time. So six to three, still your score. A plus tree service in the lead. A 1-1 count on Jay Winchester. The pitch from Lindsey, that one a little too close inside once more. 1-1 one one the count now. Still no outs here in the top of the fourth inning. Lindsey's pitch be a little low. 2-1, now the count on Jay Winchester. Charlie Rutledge on third. Makai Frazier on second. That pitch inside once again to Jay Winchester. Still no outs here in the top of the fourth. And a 3-1 count on Jay Winchester. The 3-1 
from Lindsey. Jay Winchester puts the ball on the bat, but that one will go down the first baseline and roll foul. He took a little bit off that and threw it outside, and the runner got a hold of it, but pushed it foul down the first baseline. Full count for Jay Winchester. Here's the pitch from Lindsey. That one inside, and the bases will be loaded here in the top of the fourth inning with no outs. Jay Winchester walks to first base. Still Makai Frazier on second. Charlie Rutledge on third. And their team holds a 6-3 advantage over Roberts Toyota. We've now got Ryan Whitehead number two up to bat. Full, or not full, uh, bases are loaded. And uh, we'll see what Ryan Whitehead can do for his team here. Pass ball. Charlie Rutledge thinks about it. And it's one of those where he's got the good bounce off the backstop and come right back. And uh, Ryan, he, uh, he singled to right his first time and then uh, was hit by pitch uh, leading off the third inning last time up. So he's one for one. Whitehead facing a 1-0 count. He'll put that one into play. Lindsey goes back to home plate and gets Charlie Rutledge out with the force. Braxton Kincaid tags up. That'll be the first out here in the top of the fourth inning. Rutledge out at home, but Ryan Whitehead safe at first. And uh, the base is still loaded for A-plus tree service as Jacob Amos is up to the plate once again, who got hit by a pitch last inning, I believe. He sure did, and he he popped out to the uh, shortstop his first time up. First pitch on Amos here in the fourth. A good ball from Lindsey. It'll be 0-1 to count on Jacob. One out here in the top of the fourth. There's a pitch from Lindsey inside again. And he is now up to 80 pitches. So I believe five more. Or I, or I think you can finish the inning out. Now you can finish the batter The out. batter, okay, That's gotcha. The pitch from Lindsey. Called low and outside. A two-and-one count now on number 71, Jacob Amos. He's got one out in the top of this fourth inning. Base is loaded. A-plus tree service leads 6-3. to three. 82nd pitch from Lindsey. And a good pitch right there, a little bit inside, but called strike number two, two and two to count on Amos. Every now and then, they get one. <laughs> Doesn't happen all the time. That pitch to Amos fouled off right Damn. into the back netting. I almost had it, Lou. It was coming right at us. There hadn't been a net there. The 2-2 from Lindsay and Jacob Amos will pop that one into center field. And uh, Makai Frazier's going to score. Another runner scores. Oh, don't do that. And Jacob Amos goes to first and now is safe at second wow. after a little uh, uh, mix-up with uh, where the ball was going. So two runs score right there off of a Jacob Amos RBI. Uh, eight to three now your score top of the fourth inning and uh, A plus tree service is kind of putting the hurt on right now. They are in the center fielder. The, the young man got the hit state was staying at first and he went ahead and tried to throw it all the way home for no reason. 
and uh, allow the runner to advance the second. So now Aiden Compton, I believe, is up to the plate. That's right. That is correct. And he is a, he has a single and a strikeout tonight. He's uh, he's singled to right field, just inside of the second baseman last his first time up. So Jackson Lindsay has reached the pitch limit of 85. So I guess he will he will finish off this batter, Aiden Compton, and then he will be uh, uh, replaced by somebody else. Yeah, he will be replaced by. And well, there is uh, only one out unless they get a double play, which would be a little harder. So runners on second and third. That ball a little inside to Aiden Compton once again. Two one. Wow. The count on him now. I'm amazed. And he he was hit. Uh, no, he was not hit by a pitch, but. And he hung in there with that one. That was just under his hands. So Ryan Whitehead on third. Jacob Amos on second. The pitch from Lindsay called strike number two on Compton. The count is now two and two. That pitch from Lindsay swing and a miss. Aiden Compton, but the catcher dropped the ball, so uh, they'll throw down to first base, and Paxton Brooks will catch that one. Aiden Compton will be out on first base for the second out here in the top of the fourth inning. Jacob Amos and Ryan Ryan Whitehead still safe on uh, second and third third bases. And uh, another, I believe they're going to make the pitching change right now. 89 pitches, Jackson Lindsay, a little bit of a rough outing. But uh, nonetheless, a good job, and we're going to take a little break right here as the new pitcher warms up, and we'll, we'll let you know who that is right after this top of the fourth inning. Two outs, A-plus tree service leads it 8-3. to three. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 7 p.m. two nights a week, 931-388-8452. Beck Dental Care in Columbia, 1603 Rosewood Drive. And Aiden Hickman is going to be your replacement pitcher who comes in relief of Jackson Lindsay, who I believe is playing third base now. I think they just switched, they swapped out. Yeah, that they did. Yeah, Aiden was playing third base, made some good plays when he was in the field. But uh, 
So if you're just joining us, it's 8-3, to three, top of the fourth inning, two outs, and they just brought in a uh, new pitcher, Aiden Hickman, who uh, replaced the uh, Jackson Lindsay, who had a little bit of a rough night coming out. He threw 89 pitches and allowed eight runs to go through. Uh, two outs here in the top of the fourth, and Preston Castile up to the plate now. The first batter faced for Aiden Hickman, and he faces a one-and-two count now. <clears throat> Three pitches in for Hickman. And uh, Preston was, is on the hook for the runners on second and third as well. So, Swing and a miss. Strike number three, Preston Castile will strike out here in the top of the fourth, but not before A-plus tree service puts up two more runs, or maybe three, two more runs here. Three, in the, three more. Three more runs here in the top of the fourth inning. We're going to take another quick break right here as they exchange sides. And uh, we'll meet you back right here after this. A-plus tree service leads 8-3. to three. Roofing isn't something you think about until you need it. When you do, let Roof Systems, Inc. be your first call. Roof Systems, Inc. is locally owned and has been providing excellent service since 1983. From repairing roofs on small homes or installing new roofs for large commercial retailers, no job is too big or too small. Why choose Roof Systems, Inc.? Well, in our customers' words, best experience I've had with construction-related business. Honest, professional, friendly, and affordable. Call today, 931-398-5977. That's 931-398-5977. At Apex Bank, we care about our community and local economy. That's why we are proudly participating with the Small Business Administration to deliver another round of paycheck protection loans to local businesses that continue to be impacted by COVID-19. Our lenders will guide you through the process of securing funds for your business to meet obligations such as payroll, rent, and utilities. When properly utilized, these loans can be 100% forgiven. Call us at 931-246-7105 at Apex Bank. Apex Bank is building stronger communities together. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. This is Eli Gold, and you're listening to 103.7 WKRM Columbia. I believe we have made it around to the top of the lineup once again for Roberts Toyota. It'll be Hunter Holt up to the plate first here in the bottom of the fourth inning for Roberts Toyota. Caden Taylor is still the pitcher for A-plus tree service. He's 64 in. There's his 65th, and Hunter Holt will foul that one to the left side of the third baseline. Yeah, he's and swinging. He's a, yeah. A, he, he hit that nice triple the first time up, and then if you remember the, his second time up in the second inning, they threw nothing close to the plate, and he got on on a walk. But He's definitely got a, a lot of power yeah. for such a small oh, frame. 0-1 on the count on him now, and he will drill one into right field. Backtracking is the right fielder. I believe that's Aiden Compton. And he will make the catch in right field to Hunter Holt with a powerful hit into right field, and that'll be the first out here in the bottom of the fourth inning. He did. He just hit it right at him. The fielder only had to take like two steps back, and it was right there. Nice play. So Jackson Lindsay now up for Roberts Toyota. 67th pitch for Caden Taylor. That one popped up in the infield. Charlie Rutledge coming over to make the play, and he does. So two up, two down on fly outs for Roberts Toyota as uh, they now have two outs in the bottom of the fourth inning. Well, that's that's two of their better hitters right there. They both hit it hard, but uh, he just got under that one, popped it up shortstop, made a great play, caught it almost at third base. Uh, he went over and tracked it down. Really hurts him. Mm-hmm. Preston Haywood up now, swinging a miss, strike number one. 
Oh, he was he was trying to get one back right there. Yeah, he definitely was. <laughs> he was swinging for the fence. Caden Taylor. His pitch right there, and it's drilled into center field by Preston Haywood. And just like that, folks, one, two, three pop-ups and one, two, three outs for Roberts Toyota. That'll retire the inning. We'll head to the top of the fifth. A-plus tree service getting things done on defense and on offense. They lead eight to three. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons and we run his dealership and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. This is State Representative Scott Sapicki. This is the time of year when Little League Baseball and all the hopes and dreams of all the Little Leaguers start to take shape. That's where I started my career out a long time ago on these Little Diamonds. Look forward to seeing all the youngsters out there and the parents supporting them trying to make our Little League Baseball the best in the state of Tennessee. Hope you all have a great day out there, and let's go all Little Leaguers. Have a great day. Bye-bye. This is Eli Gold, and you're listening to 103.7 WKRM Columbia. Back here at the Columbia American Little League baseball fields, the American League uh, Little League Minor League division is playing tonight. That's what we cover here on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. This is the first game of our doubleheader tonight and the first doubleheader of our season here uh, broadcasting these, these Little League games to you. And we are we're so excited and so blessed, and thank you, Delk Kennedy, uh, Clayton Harris, all the guys at the station, Coach James Dickinson, who came and said hi to us, J.P. Plant. Uh, we we all try real hard, and uh, we we appreciate your support, and we appreciate those guys, me and Terry do for sure, uh, for allowing us this opportunity to be on the radio station. We couldn't have asked for a better night uh, to open up. It is uh, it feels about. Uh, Mid to high 60s, it's it's absolutely perfect out here. Yeah, a little cool breeze coming in now, but uh, a big thank you to all of our sponsors. They're the ones that make this happen, and uh, I'll tell you, make sure you all these sponsors you hear run through this broadcast, make sure you when you go in there and you see them and you go to their place of business, tell them you heard about them sponsoring Little League. They'll love that. So back to action. We are in the top of the fifth inning, Dakota Disbro. Back up to the plate for A-plus tree service. His team leads 8-3 to three here in this top of the fifth inning game. 1-2 to two is the count on him. And a swing and a miss. Strike number three. Dakota Disbro will strike out. He'll be the first out here in the fifth inning. And it's actually his, uh, he's actually 0 for 4. That was his third strikeout. He reached once out of fielder's choice. So now we got Caden Harris, uh, who is 2 for 3 with a double and a single. So here's Hickman, his pitch, and Taylor will drill it out to right field. Brennan Seacrest corrals it, and Taylor will round first base and backtrack back up to it. A great hit uh, to open things up here in the fifth inning for A-plus tree service. Well, that it was. A right fielder made a great play. A lot of times when the ball gets out there, it takes some bad hops, but he got right in front of it like you're supposed to and knocked it down. And 
kept held the runner to us to one base. Charlie Rutledge now up, one out here in the top of the fifth inning. And uh, Char Charlie's two for three on the day. He uh, and plus he had a sacrifice. Actually, two for two had a sacrifice fly his second time up, so that scored a run. Good hitter, boy. And of course, Caden uh, Harris. Where's Caden Harris right now? Second base. That's right. <laughs> Charlie Rutledge will attempt a bunt. It will uh, go off the back of his bat and roll foul. I tell you, he was halfway to first by the time they realized it was a foul ball. Yes, I know. He is quick. He's facing a one and one count here with one out. This will be the 12th pitch of the night for Aiden Hickman. Just got brought in in relief of Jacob Lindsay. Yeah, he's been doing a good job. He's uh, throwing a little bit. Jacob was thrown really hard. Jackson Lindsay. Excuse, I mean, excuse me. me, Jackson Lindsay. He was throwing the ball extremely hard, and uh, we don't have as much power here, or at least he's mixing his pitches up well. Swing and a miss, strike number two for Charlie Rutledge. Yeah, that was kind of an off-speed pitch there, and it, he got out in front of it. But they're sitting on that fastball. You throw a fastball, they're going to jump all over it. The pitch from Hickman, that one will wow. be scooped up by the second hey, baseman hey. and thrown over to Paxton Brooks. And uh, Charlie Rutledge will be out at first base. Uh, but Caden Taylor advances to third base. And now number 29, Makai Frazier, who has had uh, some pretty good at-bats tonight. He comes up for another time here in the top of the fifth. His team has two outs and one runner on third. Yeah, he, he doubled his first time. He was intentionally passed the second time, and then he got a single his last time. So, so he's two for two uh, on the night, and he's uh, scored a run. Aiden Taylor, the lone base runner for A-plus tree service, standing on third. Aiden Hickman's 16th pitch of the night will be ball number one on Makai Frazier. He faces a one-and-one one count. Very inside ball right there, and it will hop all the way over the second fence outside of the ballpark. And uh, that one will be... Another foul ball, so a one and two count on Makai Frazier. I was heading for one of the food trucks we got out there tonight. I think he was making a beeline to it. I tell you, it was, it was hungry. The pitch from Hickman. Wow. A little low, but uh, right over the plate. Looked pretty good to me. Yep. But, of course, we're not calling. <laughs> two and two the count on Makai Frazier. Caden Taylor on third. That one in the dirt called ball number three. So now a full count for Makai Frazier. His team leads by five runs. We've got about an inning and a half to play here in this first game of our doubleheader. The pitch from Hickman, and Makai Frazier will put that one into play. Hunter Holt trying to go all the way over wow. to first base, and he does. What an arm. What a great play by Hunter Holt going all the way from short to first. And uh, picking off Makai Frazier, who was the third out there in that top of the fifth inning, and a, a great play because he saved a run uh, that would have been uh, scored by Caden Taylor, who's going to come out and pitch for us when we join you again in the bottom of the fifth. A-plus tree service still leads 8-3. to three. Hello, 
My name is Tyler Snead, Executive Director at Morning Point Assisted Living here in Columbia. We provide assisted living and memory care for your loved ones. Our philosophy is to create a home-like environment, and my personal motto is to treat everyone like family. Come see me at 2050 Union Place here in Columbia, or you can call me at 931-388-2200. You can also reach us by our website, www.morningpoint.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Eli Gold, and you're listening to 103.7 WKRM Columbia. Bottom of the fifth inning. We're about to come up on it. They're going to throw down to second base, and we'll get this thing started. Caden Taylor still on the mound for A-plus tree service. He only threw five pitches in the bottom of the fourth inning. Uh, and three outs, three, uh, you know, his uh, his defense really backed him up right there. and He did. Two very well hit balls to the outfield, but right at the outfielders. And then the one got underneath to the shortstop. And he's popped he's, a mile. He's uh, five innings in right now. This, will, this is his fifth inning uh, pitch. He's up to 70 pitches. And uh, Paxton Brooks will be the first one he faces here in this fifth inning. And the first ball thrown to him will be a swing and a miss by Paxton Brooks. So an 0-1 count on him. A-plus tree service still leads 8-3 here in the bottom of the fifth. There's the pitch from Taylor, and that one will be shot up and go foul. Right. And a Judge Matthews player standing outside of the ballpark yeah. catches it. So, a player from a fan from Kalioka caught that one. There it is. A good play by him. It was. Of course, they got their gloves on because they're getting ready to come into the next game. And Nice, nice play. He was backtracking and yep. made the play on the ball, so pretty cool. But Paxton Brooks now with an 0-2 count. 71 pitches in is Caden Taylor. There's the pitch from him, and right down the middle, Paxton Brooks is going to get caught looking, and he does. First out for Robert Toyota here in the fifth inning. And uh, now one out here in the bottom of the fifth as Braxton Kincaid back up to the plate now. The pitch from Taylor, that one popped up in the infield. It'll go right back to Taylor, and if he can make it the catch, and he drops it. He's got a run. So uh, Braxton Kincaid pops it up in the infield and decides not to run to first base and uh, walks back to the dugout. So even though Caden Taylor did drop that pop-up, uh, Braxton Kincaid is still out because he was tagged. Yeah, plus he walked out of the out of the line out of the field of play at that point. Right, too, so and I, I, I don't think his coach was too happy about that one. No, that's one you'll hear. So now two outs for A-plus tree service here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Ben Southworth up to the plate once again. He faces a 1-0 count. The pitch from Taylor, that one a little low and in the dirt. Second ball for Ben Southworth. And I see Ben's uh, drawn two walks tonight, so hmm. he's working on his third right now. 
2-0 the count on Southworth. And he drills this one into left center field. That one gaps it in between the center fielder and left fielder. Then Southworth rounding first, and he'll make it to second and be held up there. Nice double. Very nice double. I mean, he drilled that ball. Yeah, you got to just... Uh... Just pass the left fielder towards center field and uh, bounce all right left. First Toyota, the pitch from Taylor a little bit. Ball number one on Aiden Hickman. And he's uh, over two in the night. He, uh, strike, uh, strikeout victim the first time, and then he reached on a fielder's choice this last at-bat. Pitch right there from Taylor, ball number two on Hickman. Ben Southworth, the lone base runner for Roberts Toyota, standing on second base. Taylor, 79, pitches in now, and it passes Makai Frazier, and Ben Southworth will slide headfirst into third base a little unnecessarily, but, you know, <laughs> got to have a little fun out there. Yeah, that's right. Well, he's well looking at that coach, and the coach tells him to get down. He's doing what the coach tells him. That's right. The coach just wanted him to get the uniform dirty. <laughs> there you go. I think we may have a pitching change. I'm not sure. I think we may as well. The uh, coach for A-plus Street Service has walked onto the field and called time, and he is now having a conversation with the umpire once again. I wonder if he was wondering if, I don't think the batter swung at it, if he had foul-tipped it at all. Which would That could have been a reason. Yeah, that may have. he may have just been checking. But whatever it is, he, uh, he was happy and he returned to the dugout. So 3-0 the count on Aiden Hickman. Here's the pitch from Taylor. And Hickman will foul this one down the third baseline. 3-1 now the count. Still two outs here in the bottom of the fifth inning. 8-3 your score. A-plus tree service leads. Caden Taylor has pitched this entire game to this point. He is 80 pitches in. So uh, depending on how this plays out, uh, this could be his last batter or we could end up seeing him for just a second in the bottom of the sixth. That pitch right there will be the fourth ball for Aiden Hickman, so uh, that's his second walk. Now, now he uh, struck out the first time and reached on a fielder's choice. Gotcha. Uh, ben, ben Saltzward had two walks previous. Right, right. So okay, so. That's his first walk of the night. Aiden Hickman on first, Ben Southworth on third, and Brendan Seacrest up to the plate once again. Caden Taylor still in there. A swing and a miss. Strike number one for Seacrest. Still two outs here in the bottom of the fifth. Pitch from Taylor. A little low and in the dirt. Gets away from Frazier a little bit, but Taylor comes down to cover, and Southworth will be held on third. Seacrest facing a one-and-one one count. And Taylor is 83 pitches in, so more than likely this will be his last batter faced for the night. There's a pitch right there, and it's fouled off by Seacrest. One-and-two now the count. Now we definitely know this is the last batter because this it, will be the 85th pitch coming up. It would be uh, pretty nice for Taylor, you'd think, to uh, last pitch. Uh, retire the side, huh? Yep. Let's see if he can get it done right here. Brennan Seacrest facing a one and two count. Two outs here in the bottom of the fifth. There's the pitch. And it's called a strike. 
And that'll do it for the fifth inning of play here at the Columbia American Little League field. Eight to three, your score. A-plus tree service leads it. We'll be back right after this. At Apex Bank, we care about our community and local economy. That's why we are proudly participating with the Small Business Administration to deliver another round of paycheck protection loans to local businesses that continue to be impacted by COVID-19. Our lenders will guide you through the process of securing funds for your business to meet obligations such as payroll, rent, and utilities. When properly utilized, these loans can be 100% forgiven. Call us at 931-246-7105 at Apex Bank. Apex Bank is building stronger communities together. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Back here at the Columbia American Little League Baseball Field on a beautiful Tuesday night. Uh, A-plus tree about to enter the top fourth inning, I believe, or the top of the fourth inning. Uh, And uh, he is now 21 pitches in. Jay Winchester will start things off here in in the sixth inning for A-plus tree service at the plate. First pitch from Hickman was a ball. So a 1-0 count on Winchester, and here's the second. That one a little high and inside, ball number two. And uh, Mr. Winchester on the evening, uh, hit by pitch, a strikeout, and last time up he walked. So he is 0 for 1. Hickman's 23rd pitch of the night, that one way outside. Ball number three. 3-0 count on Jay Winchester. No outs here in the top of the six. A-plus tree service leads it 6-3, 8-3 rather. Jay Winchester takes the first strike here in this at-bat. 3-1 is the count. The 3-1 from Hickman. Over the head of Braxton Kincaid and Jay Winchester will be the lone base runner for a plus tree service on first base. Yeah, he draws his second uh, consecutive walk in the evening. Now, Mr. Whitehead is up. He's at a he's at a single and uh, two RBIs on the night, and he scored one run. So here's the pitch from Hickman, swing and a miss, strike number one for Ryan Whitehead. (laughs) 
0-1 the count on Ryan Whitehead. The pitch from Hickman, and that'll be strike number two right down the middle. Owen 2 now the count on Ryan Whitehead. Jay Winchester, the lone base runner on first base. Swing and a miss, strike number three, and Ryan Whitehead will be the first out here in the top of the sixth inning. And now Jacob Amos comes up for another at bat. And he's uh, he's had a single this last time up, popped out to the shortstop, and was hit by a pitch. Middle time he puts this one in play, and it goes right past Ben Southworth, the second baseman. Jacob Amos will make it to second base, and Jay Winchester coming around second will slide into third, and he's safe. Now Jacob Amos leaves first, and he will pick up second. So just like that, A-plus tree service uh, has come out and uh, put two more base runners on with only one out here in the top of the sixth. I think, uh, I think the outfielders need a little bit of, a little bit of work on where to throw the ball. <laughs> Threw, I would agree. They threw that one over all the way to third and allowed the runner to advance. The pitch from Hickman, Aiden Compton, your batter now. Mm-hmm. Swing and a miss, strike number one for Compton. And he had a nice uh, nice single to right field his first time up, but uh, he's been a strikeout victim his last two at-bats. There's the pitch from Hickman a little inside. So a one-on-one count now on Aiden Compton. Jay Winchester on third. Jacob Amos on second. And they lead 8-3 to three here in the top of the sixth with one out. The 32nd pitch of the night from Hickman. That one will be outside. Ball number two. Two and one is the count now. Hickman's pitch once again turns up outside. Three and one now the count on number 11, Aiden Compton. And uh, one more ball from from Hickman will load the bases once again for A-plus tree service, which we have seen a lot of tonight. There's the pitch, the 34th, and low and outside. Ball number four, Aiden Compton will take his base on first. So we've got Jay Winchester, Jacob Amos, and Aiden Compton on third, second, and first bases respectively as Preston Castile now steps up to the plate, and he'll get a, a talk from Coach. And uh, the Roberts Toyota coach will also have a talk with a, uh, Aiden Hickman as well. And uh, Preston uh, hit by pitch his first at bat, and then he scored a run. And then he was uh, a victim of 5-3 to three and a strikeout victim his last time. So this will be his uh, third official at bat. Meeting has concluded between Lee Williams, the head coach for Roberts Toyota, and Aiden Hickman on the mound. One out here in the top of the six. Bases loaded for A-plus tree service, and Preston Casile at the plate. The first pitch to him. A little bit of a check swing. And I believe... A little high. He called it a ball. Okay. That one will be called ball number one. So a 1-0 count on Preston Castile. The infield creeps. I believe Castile is trying to show bunt. That one called strike number one. One and one is the count on Preston. Still one out here in the top of the sixth.
The pitch from Hickman will be high. Two and one the count on Castile. Yeah, he's trying to get that change up over, but it just sliding it a little too high. This will be the 38th pitch of the night for Aiden Hickman. There it is right there. That one will pass Braxton Kincaid and, and roll back to the backstop. Uh, but no time for uh, Jay Winchester on third base to advance. Yeah. The bags are full, so he's got to get this pitch across the plate. Preston Castile facing a 3-1 count. Still one out here in the top of the sixth inning. This will be Aiden Hickman's 39th pitch of the night. There it is. That one called high as well. So a forced run. Preston Castile will go to second. Aiden Compton advances to... Well, Preston Castile rather goes to first. Aiden Compton advances to second. Jacob Amos is on third. And Jay Winchester just scored the ninth run of the night for A-plus tree service. The score now stands at 9-3 to three here in the top of the second. We'll go back to the top or of the order. Sixth, excuse me, top of the sixth. So Disbro back up. Watches the first pitch come across. 1-0 is the count on him. Bases still loaded for A-plus tree service. Still only one out here in the top of the sixth. Young Mr. Hickman looks like he's tired on the mound. There's his pitch right there. It'll be a little low and inside. Ball number two. Yeah, he's struggling to find the strike zone right now. Forty-second pitch of the night from Hickman, and that one will be put into play by Dakota Disbro. He pops that one up into left field, but it's dropped by Hunter Holt, who tried to backtrack to get it. Aiden Compton will make it to third, and Jacob Amos will score another run for A-plus tree service. Base is still loaded, still only one out, still top of the sixth inning. It's 10-3 A-plus tree service. i tell you, that was he almost made an amazing play, run and catch over his shoulder. He kind of got to it, just wasn't able to corral it. Uh, so it just dropped off his glove for a single. So now Caden Taylor the pitcher for A-plus tree service is in the plate with the bases loaded. He's shown that he can be a problem on the plate. Yeah, he's three for four on the night. Uh, bounced right back to the uh, pitcher his first time, but then had a double and uh, two singles. And he scored one and on the night. Had some really good hits. Yeah, he has. There's the pitch, and he drills another one out to center field. It's going right back to the center fielder, and he catches it and tries to tag up, does Aiden Compton, but not in time. So another great, powerful hit from Caden Taylor, but uh, just not enough to go over the center fielder's head, and a great play out there made. I think that's Preston Haywood in center field. I believe you're right. So now two outs here in the top of the sixth inning. Base is still loaded. Uh, we got Charlie Rutledge. Charlie Rutledge. And he drills one to the outfield. It's going into right field, and it will drop. Aiden Compton will score. And uh, everyone else will hold up. So Charlie Rutledge also showing uh, great talent tonight. He's had an outstanding game at the plate. Sure, yeah, That's his third RBI on the night, too. So Aiden Compton scores, making this an 11-3 game. Two outs here in the top of the sixth inning. I believe we got uh, Mr. 
Micah Frazier come to play. He's two for three on the night, plus the uh, sacrifice. That, uh, he's had one RBI on the night, so he's been intentionally walked once and had a pair, a double and a single. Frazier also had a really good night, and he drills oh. that one right past Aiden Hickman. It'll be scooped up on a ground ball by Preston Haywood. Preston Castillo will score, and then Dakota Disbro will score. And now Frazier moves up to second once he's safe at first, and Charlie Rutledge is now all the way at third base. This is a 13-3 ball game now with two outs in the top of the sixth. What an wow. exciting play. I tell you, that almost took the pitcher's head off. It really did. It was, it was right. very close. He nailed directly over his head. That was hit hard. Jay Winchester back up to the yeah. plate. And, of course, he walked to lead off the inning. Now he's had two walks, a hit by, hit by the pitcher, and a strikeout on the night. So he's 0 for 1. Now facing a 1-0 count. That one outside, 2-2-0 count for Jay Winchester. Hickman up to 48 pitches on the night. We've now got uh, two runners on. We've got Charlie Relage on third. And uh, Makai Frazier on second. A-plus tree service now leads 13-3. Swing and a miss right there from Jay Winchester. Strike number one on him. Yeah, any kind of a ball gets to the outfield, uh, both uh, both runners will score. But they'll wave Makai in. The 50th pitch from Hickman will roll past Braxton Kincaid. Charlie Rollage coming in. And Braxton Kincaid can't get the ball in time. And Charlie Relage will score the 14th run of the night for A-plus tree service. They lead 14-3 here in the top of the sixth. Still two outs. Jay Winchester facing a 3 and one count. The 3-1 from Hickman, swing and a miss, strike number two for Jay Winchester. Makai Frazier, the lone base runner on third for A-plus tree service. And the pitch from Hickman is high once again, and that will send Jay Winchester to first base. That's so they've his, now got two base runners on. That's his third consecutive walk. <laughs> and now we've got uh, Ryan Whitehead, who has uh, had a single, a fielder's choice, hit by pitch, and a strikeout his last time up. Swing and a miss right there for Ryan Whitehead. Strike number one on him. Still a 14-3 ball game here in the top of the sixth. And Mr. Winchester scuttled down to second base. That's right, he did. There's a pitch from Hickman. Swing and a miss. Strike number two for Ryan Whitehead. It's, it's, it's very interesting, Terry, to see uh, that Hickman is kind of starting to catch up with Caden Taylor in the pitch count a little bit. It's uh, Caden yeah. Taylor reached the limit with 85, but uh, Hickman is now up to 55, but that 55th one right there just struck out Ryan Whitehead and finally retired the side for Roberts Toyota. We go into the bottom of the sixth inning with A-plus tree service leading 14-3. to
Tent on Wheels. Been tinting windows for over 28 years. Stop by and see Tracy and his fantastic professional staff at Tent on Wheels. Located in Columbia at 104 Wayne Street. Give them a call, 931-619-8468. That's 619-8468. Tent on Wheels, proud sponsor of Columbia American Little League Baseball. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. And we appreciate the many years of support from the Columbia American Little League. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons and we run his dealership and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. This is State Representative Scott Sapicki. This is the time of year when Little League Baseball and all the hopes and dreams of all the Little Leaguers start to take shape. That's where I started my career out a long time ago on these Little Diamonds. Look forward to seeing all the youngsters out there and the parents supporting them trying to make our Little League Baseball the best in the state of Tennessee. Hope you all have a great day out there, and let's go all Little Leaguers. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. So, uh, Sawyer Titus, we seem to keep missing all, all the, the brunt of the action right in the first couple of pitches of these innings that we miss. I tell you. Yeah. Sawyer Titus gets up. First pitch from Charlie Rutledge, who is the new cat. Well, Hunter Holt just drilled a baseball into center field. And he will round second base and hold up there. So, Charlie Rutledge, two pitches in. Uh, Sawyer Titus was the opening batter. He drilled one down the first baseline. That one was easily fielded uh, by the first baseman for A-plus tree service, and he made that out. And then Hunter Holt just drilled a ball uh, into center field over the center fielder's head, and he's standing on second now as Jackson Lindsay is up to the plate again. So uh, this will be Charlie Rutledge's third pitch, and that one may be gone, folks. One hopper to the fence. One hop to the fence. But that doesn't make any difference. Uh, Hunter Holt has scored the fourth run of the night for Roberts Toyota. I really thought that one was leaving the, the ballpark. It was, it was close. It kind of died once it got out there near the foul pole. So. That actually is uh, was Jackson's first hit of the night. 
It was a good one. Yeah. Jackson Lindsay hits a double and gets an RBI. Yeah, that's right. in Hunter Holt. That's right. That's his first RBI in the night also. So uh, three pitches for Charlie Rutledge and <laughs> three pretty decent hits. Yeah, the thing is that Charlie throws hard and he throws strikes. And the batter, they know they got to swing the bat when, right. you, when you're down. So they're swinging. So now 0-2 the count on Preston Haywood, who's up to the plate now. And the ball gets away from the catcher. And uh, Jackson Lindsay scrambles all the way over to third. So got a runner at third now. This will be Rutledge's sixth pitch, and it's fouled off by Haywood. Yeah, he's throwing hard, I'm telling you. He's firing that ball up there. That's right. That's uh, why when they make contact, it goes. But uh, A-plus A tree service, all they do is take care of each batter, and they'll be fine. Still got a 10-run lead. The pitch from Rutledge, and that one's put into play and put into center field once again. Center fielder makes the stop, but Jackson Lindsay will score. The fifth run of the night for Roberts Toyota and Paxton Brooks will make his way back up to the plate. And that's uh, Jackson. That's uh, Preston Haywood's second RBI in the night as well. So uh, Preston's one for three on the night. He had a single and uh, wrapped inside of two strikeouts. So Haywood now the lone base runner for Roberts Toyota standing on first. And Paxton Brooks staying in there on an inside pitch. I think he tried to get out of the way. Yeah, I do too. He got up there so quick he didn't have time. I tell you, if he makes contact, I got a feeling it may go. I definitely wouldn't be surprised. Facing a 1-0 count. There's the pitch right there, a little outside. 2-0 is the count now. Yeah, they got some power here in the middle of their lineup, so they can definitely score some runs. They've just, uh, just struggled tonight. So one out here in the bottom of the sixth inning, and Paxton Brooks will put that one into play, and it passes the shortstop, Caden Taylor. Now Preston Haywood going from second to first. It's going to be close. He made it. He slid in under the tag. And they call Preston Haywood safe at third base. So Paxton Brooks put, puts one out into the outfield, and he's safe on first now. Yeah, Braxton left, Kincaid up now. Yeah, left fielder kind of bobbled it a little bit, and uh, he never stopped, kept right on running, and Throw one, throw would have been down low, they would have had him. Still one out here in the bottom of the six. 14 to 5 is your score. A plus three service still in the lead. Braxton Kincaid, 0 1 now is his count. He fouls that one off. And he's one for three on the night. Uh, had a strikeout, a single, and uh, last time, the last one we remember, he popped up to the pitcher and did not run down the line. He would have been That's safe. right. But. Uh, Hey, first game of the season. You got some jitters. There's the 12th pitch of the night thrown by Charlie Rutledge. And a swing and a miss by Braxton Kincaid. 0-2 is the count on him now. Still one out here in the bottom of the sixth. Pitch from Rutledge, and they call that one a strike. No, I think he said it was high. No, I thought my... My apologies. He did call that a ball. One and two is the count on Kincaid. Yeah, Kincaid was ducking out of the way, and, boy, it was close to being a strike. Charlie wanted it bad. The pitch from Rutledge, swing and a miss, strike number three. Braxton Kincaid strikes out. 
So now two outs here in the bottom of the sixth and one out. Uh, led by Charlie Rutledge here for A-plus tree service. will just about wrap this game up. And uh, Ben Southworth, who uh, walked his first two times and uh, got a double his last time. Put it out there to, between the left and the center fielder. 15th pitch from Rutledge, swing and a miss, strike number one. Yeah, I think he got a little piece of it. I think he followed it back. So Ben Southworth now facing an 0-1 count. Two outs now here in the bottom of the six. Paxton Brooks on first. And Preston Haywood standing on third. The 16th pitch from Rutledge popped up to the second baseman. I believe that's Jay Winchester. And he makes the play, and that will do it here for our first game of the doubleheader tonight. 14-5, to your score. Uh, through six innings of play, Robert Toyota, the home team, falls to A-plus tree service once again by a score of 14-5. to Join us back in just a moment. We'll recap this game, and then we'll head into the next game. That'll be Judge Matthews' team versus our very own Clayton, Clayton Harris's uh, baseball team. We're excited to see that. And uh, me and Terry will join you back in just one moment. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art, fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. At Apex Bank, we care about our community and local economy. That's why we are proudly participating with the Small Business Administration to deliver another round of paycheck protection loans to local businesses that continue to be impacted by COVID-19. Our lenders will guide you through the process of securing funds for your business to meet obligations such as payroll, rent, and utilities. When properly utilized, these loans can be 100% forgiven. Call us at 931-246-7105 at Apex Bank. Apex Bank is building stronger communities together. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Dreaming of a summer getaway? This month, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving away a free week-long vacation. When you purchase a new whole-home generator or select new HVAC systems or get a free long weekend getaway when you buy a tankless water heater, whether you like sandy beaches or mountain views, we've got a trip for you. And enjoy a $100 gas card to get you there. Visit HappyHiller.com today. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. Mother's Day and Father's Day are just around the corner, and the Jewelers Bench is the ideal place to find the perfect gift. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. 
Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Our company, The Garbage Man Incorporated, has been advertising on WKRM and WKOM for many years now, and it's been great. Our route supervisor, Don, is now the most popular garbage man in Murray County, and it's all thanks to our decision to advertise on WKOM and WKRM. If you have a business and want people to know about your business, then I highly recommend that you do your advertising on WKRM and WKOM. Folks, the Right Care Walk-In Clinic, located in front of Walmart, is open 11 to 11 every day of the week. If your kid gets sick when you get home from work and your child needs to be seen but your provider's office is closed, come see us. We see children, adults, geriatric folks. Folks, we've been open 10 years and we stay late, so you don't have to wait at the emergency room to get the care that you deserve. The Right Care. We're open 11 to 11 every day in front of Walmart, Columbia, Tennessee. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Roofing isn't something you think about until you need it. When you do, let Roof Systems, Inc. be your first call. Roof Systems, Inc. is locally owned and has been providing excellent service since 1983. From repairing roofs on small homes or installing new roofs for large commercial retailers, no job is too big or too small. Why choose Roof Systems, Inc.? Well, in our customers' words, best experience I've had with construction-related business. Honest, professional, friendly, and affordable. Call today, 931-398-5977. That's 931-398-5977. Hi, I'm Chris Chumley, owner of Expert Landscaping, LLC. Located in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee, Expert Landscaping specializes in consulting and design for all your outdoor needs, as well as installations for landscaping, pools, patios, outdoor kitchens, fireplaces, irrigation, and lighting. Call us today at 931-374-1772. Expert Landscaping, where quality work is an investment in the future. Well, we had a little bit of a lopsided first game of the year. Uh, I believe the final score exactly was 14-6. to I believe you are correct. And uh, that was A-plus tree service. If you're just now tuning in, uh, A-plus tree service just got the win over Roberts Toyota by a score of 14-6. to And now we've got 14-5, to actually. Excuse me, Terry's just over here correcting me like normal because I'm always messing uh, up. But I couldn't remember either. That last, I'll tell you, some of that inning seemed like it went on forever. But, uh, hey, first game of the year, these kids are a little bit of rust. I think a little bit of rust on everybody's part. So it'll, it'll get better as we go along. I'm going to tell you, there's nothing better than coming out on, throughout. I think they play Monday through Thursday. Do they not, Lou? I think they also play a couple of games on Saturday mornings as well. Okay. But uh, come on out. You know, Columbia American Little League over here at the Tom McFarland Field, uh, you know, right by columbia central coming even if you don't have any grandkids or, or kids playing just come out here and watch and uh, we don't have any no. we're, we're still out here watching so y'all come and right. y'all come and join us there's That's a great right. crowd out here there's even a great crowd over there at the at the t-ball fields and i'm sure there is behind me as yeah. well so yeah we got three fields here and they're all going uh, all summer long this is what it's all about we're trying to get back to normal trying to enjoy the stuff we're fortunate little league they were able to play last year 
Uh, they were able to get the stuff in, and it's just getting better and better as we go forward. And like we mentioned earlier, uh, this is the brainchild of, I believe, Del Kennedy and Clayton Harris to uh, to have us broadcast a doubleheader every Tuesday during the season. And I tell you, Lou and I absolutely love it. We get other people that come and fill in from time to time if uh, one of us has to be gone for some reason. But um, it's great, and uh, I tell you, it's nothing better as a family than to come out and watch Little League Baseball. And uh, they got food. You know, you got food trucks out here. You can Great eat food. Eat. So I tell you, I wonder if Abe's is going to be back. Man, they're my favorite. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Terry, you can't you can't make me think about Abe's barbecue man. while I'm trying to sit up here and work and focus on a baseball game. Man, he brought us, a, I think it was just a whole rack of ribs that you and I split last year. Of course, we took quite a bit of it home with us, but uh, it was amazing. I'll tell you, Abe does a great job. All these food trucks, these people, they come out here, they support the Little League, and uh, you know they take care of all the customers. So come on out, get yourself something to eat, sit down, watch a, any any one of the three fields. I can tell we got the little the little ones over there in the T-ball and got the little minor league, I think, behind us. And yeah, then, or, or, you know, just move around. You yeah. know, there's people moving around, moving from game to game. There's plenty of baseball to watch. We're about to watch Clayton Harris's yeah. team uh, play their first game of the season. We are super excited about that. And, uh, you, you know, you can social distance, stay away. It's not a pack where everybody's on top of each other. You know, wear your mask if that's what you prefer. And, uh, you know, we're getting finally getting everybody getting their shot. I think, Lou, you're about due for your second one, aren't you, coming up here? I am, yeah. That's and, and, right. And I'm thinking just a couple of days yeah. maybe. So uh, uh, yeah. excited about that, excited that uh, things uh, can possibly uh, go back to normal. And it seems like they kind of are a little bit. And we are, you know, we were out here for the second year in a row. And it's that's right. I, I will just say that even if it maybe hasn't changed all that much, it is. it's definitely, we can definitely tell a difference from this year to last year when we were uh, just that's starting right. this thing up for the first time in the middle of uh, the worst of what was going on. That's right. There, there are definitely more people. Uh, you know, the crowds are getting getting bigger. Of course, you got all your family members of the teams that are playing. But uh, there's other people who are just uh, just friends, or like I said, anybody. You want to st- you want to come and see some wholesome entertainment. You cannot beat little league baseball. I tell you, it's it's a, it's an amazing sport. The kids learn quite a bit. Uh, learn teamwork, all that stuff that the coaches teach them. So so come on out and this. And 103.7, uh, we're here. We're your sports channel along with 101.7 or, you know, sports. If you like sports, we got that. If you like talk shows, we got that. If you like uh, music, we got a lot of music that's played throughout the week. So, you know, keep us in mind uh, when you want to tune in the radio. Uh, we're here for you. And like I mentioned earlier, you hear all those great sponsors that we play between innings and stuff. Go by and, sp- and see them people. If you're doing business with them and say, hey, I appreciate you supporting Little League Baseball. Let them, let them know you heard them on the radio. I tell you, it, it makes it makes their day and it makes our day when those sponsors come back and say, you know, I'm, people have, have mentioned that they heard it on the radio. I'm so happy. So so that's what it's all about. So we're getting ready for game two. I think the coaches have exchanged lineups and the players are getting ready. I think we're probably about five minutes or so away. So so what do you got, Lou? How, how's uh, Columbia Central football going this year yeah we are we are in full-fledged spring practice i uh i actually had to leave about 10 minutes early to make it over here in time from spring practice 
so uh, start the broadcast on time for the first game. So it's definitely been a long day for me. And uh, you know, but you know, I I, I wouldn't want it any way any way else. I love doing what I do here. But Central football, we have uh, we've been over there. We started uh, last Wednesday uh, for spring practice and uh, just got into full pads yesterday and today. So uh, we're having a blast. I oh. can't wait for can't wait for my senior year and. Uh, can't wait to and just enjoy the ride. And we got you got some uh, new uh, teams you're playing this year too, I believe. That's right. There was a little adjustment. Some I think Summit and uh, with the Lincoln County Shelbyville, then, Shelbyville that uh, that moved out, and uh, you've got some new teams coming in. I think uh, Spring Hill, I think, is in. Spring Hill will be in the region this year. That'll be our. I think that's our last game of the season. We play at oh, Spring Hill again for okay. the second time in two years. I got you. And uh, we open up at Marshall County. And we also play Mount Pleasant during the middle of the oh, year. That's gonna so be, those are the two that took that, those places. That's the big one. I thought, didn't Maplewood join the league as well? Are they in your district? I think they, they may have. You played them last year. I thought, I must be thinking of a different team. But anyways, we're, it's going to be an exciting time. And, and as always, uh, somebody you know will be calling the games, I believe. Yeah, and I, he's probably listening right now. Right. And, uh, you know, my dad, Lee Maddox, he, he calls the, the Central football games. It was first year last year, and uh, I think did a great job. And I'd say other people thought he did a great job, and looking forward to him doing that again. And uh, there's just a lot to look forward to um, for us and for the radio station and for this community uh, in the near future. That's going to be just just great times to be had. It is, I'll tell you. The Kennedys are, have brought a, such a family-oriented feeling to the station. Uh, community-oriented, uh, everything in the community they support. Uh, we just had a one-year anniversary uh, with Maurice Patton and uh, Chris Yao for their SMTN Sports. And I tell you, if you want to know anything about sports in Columbia, in Murray County, in the this area, the, and along with the college and pros, I'll tell you, those guys have it all. It's up to date. It's amazing how much they cover high school sports, all sports, Football, golf, track, oh, yeah. volleyball—they cover, it, and they're amazing. If, yeah, if you can, if you can think of the sport, they cover it. They do wrestling, anything you can think of. That yeah, they they cover. It. They'll go out and uh, do some live reporting and stuff. But uh, and of course, uh, I believe uh, Clayton Harris will be on the call with your dad again this year. I was fortunate enough to be able to help out with the stats last year. Uh, if they want me back, I'd be happy to do it again. I uh, got to travel to quite a few of the games including the playoff, the big win up at Gallatin. Which That's right. Was, was amazing. And, uh, of course, our season ended at uh, Summit, which uh, on it, went on to win the state championship. So that big, 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 It'll be uh, four of the, I think there's six teams in this league, I believe, six or eight. And I think we will have, throughout the season, we will carry all of them at some point. So so tune in right here, 103.7 WKRM Radio. And you can listen to us not only on, a, on your radio, but you can listen on the Internet. If you got family, relatives, maybe grandparents that live out of state, Tell them to go to WKRMRadio.com. Uh, you can listen anywhere in the country. So it's amazing. Anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. I'm sorry. That's right. So, yeah, go do, do that. If uh, I know last year we had some 
Somebody asked us, they said their grandparents were actually lived in Michigan, I believe, and they wanted to, wanted to hear the, their grandson playing, and uh, we gave them the contact, and they were able to do it. So if you've got any relatives like that, tell them to do that. So it's amazing. So we're getting close to getting started. The pitcher just finishing their his warm-ups and then uh, waiting for the umpire to take the field, probably about two or three minutes away. So, so. What do you think, Lou? Is this a perfect weather to start the season? Oh, man, it's absolutely beautiful over here, and uh, uh, no humidity really at all. It, it feels great. Um, I, I tell you, it, it, could, it could stay this way the entire season, and I'd be happy. <laughs> yeah, man, I would too. Uh, it, absolutely insane. I mean, even last year, that uh, I think we had one, one game where it rained just a little bit, and, uh, you know, we've um, – we started this year off right, and you know every game last year was pretty much perfect weather as well. So uh, hopefully we get that kind of season once again. Hopefully this game between Bayard Financial and Judge Matthews' team will be uh, just as good or even a little bit better than our first game of the doubleheader tonight. But we are going to take a little quick break right here, getting you ready for the first pitch, and we'll join you right back on the tr- on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network right after this. At Apex Bank, we care about our community and local economy. That's why we are proudly participating with the Small Business Administration to deliver another round of paycheck protection loans to local businesses that continue to be impacted by COVID-19. Our lenders will guide you through the process of securing funds for your business to meet obligations such as payroll, rent, and utilities. When properly utilized, these loans can be 100% forgiven. Call us at 931-246-7105 at Apex Bank. Apex Bank is building stronger communities together. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. And there's the first pitch of the night. A little high. A little high, called ball one. Starting pitcher for Judge Matthews' team will be number 14, Asa Kelly. We remember him very well from last year. His second pitch will also be a little high. Now a 2-0 count leading off for uh, Bayard Financial is our very own Clayton Harris's son, Gabriel Harris. Asa Kelly's third pitch of the night. That one will be low and inside ball number three. So Harris now facing a 3-0 count here early. Top of the first inning. Bayard Financial versus Judge Matthews team. Asa Kelly with the pitch. That one will be high and outside. And uh, Asa Kelly will walk his first opponent, Gabriel Harris, and he will be the lone base runner standing on first base. Clayton Harris starting at third base coach. Love to see him out there. Now number 15, that's Camden Minatra. Puts that ball into play. And he will be safe at first. A little dribbler uh, out right into the front of the front of the front dirt, right in front of the home plate. And Gabriel Harris also makes it to second base. So two base runners on here early uh, for Bayard Financial here in the top of the first inning. Still a 0-0 ball game. Asa Kelly five pitches in and two base runners on. 
That's now, the, that was the old swinging butt right there. That's right. So now we've got number 18, DJ Parks, up to receive the sixth pitch of the night from Asa Kelly. There it is right there. And I believe a baseball just came over it did. <laughs> the, the roof that we are under uh, from the other field. That was pretty interesting. But a ball right there for DJ Parks. And now DJ throws down a bunt. He'll go to first base. He might make it. He will he will not make it, so DJ Parks doesn't make it to first base, but that bunt does advance uh, Camden Minatra and Gabriel Harris from first and second to second and third. So now Gabriel Harris in scoring position on third base as number 14 Wyatt Ayers up to the plate to receive the eighth pitch of the night from Asa Kelly. Still the top of the first inning, one out, still 0-0. Oh, put him on. And an intentional walk will be used. Second one, we, second one of those we've seen tonight. And uh, number 14, Wyatt Ayers, will take his spot on first base. 11 pitches in, Asa Kelly. That one very inside. Number 22, your new batter, Caden Suzdak. It's an interesting name, but I like it. Yeah, we had him last year, remember. It was a struggle last year, too. Hey, first game of the year. We, we, we did say that there was yeah, payback right there. There it is. So a ball just fouled over uh, the netting here. At the Columbia American Park. And I think it just rolled over onto the other side. It sure did. It never came back. So So pretty interesting. We get one of those, and then we send one right back. So that ball put into play, and that one will make it out to left field. Gabriel Harris scores the first run. Now Caden Minatra coming into home. He'll slide and score. Man, nice play. So two to nothing here in the top of the first one out for Bayard Financial as Gabriel Harris and Camden Minatra score the first two runs of the game. That was a great hit by Caden Suzdak yeah, to boy, bring those two runs in. Yeah, it, had, it was one of those C&I singles there, right between the shortstop and third baseman. Number 13, Graham Nutt. Left-handed batter will be the next Hitter right here, faced by Asa Kelly. There's the pitch. He shows bunt. And uh, maybe he thought he hit it, took off, but uh, didn't. So Cal uh, is 0-1 on him. Asa Kelly now 15 pitches in on the night. One out here on the top of the first still. Still 2-0. That one fouled off. Second pitch to Graham Nutt. count on Graham Nutt. There's the pitch from Asa Kelly and another foul ball coming into the back netting. Now a one and two count on Graham Nutt. Leading base runner Wyatt Ayers number 14 on second base. Nick Suzdak on first. One out here in the top of the first. Asa Kelly's 18th pitch of the night. There it is right there. Wyatt Ayers steals second base and a very close call right there, and he will be safe. Wyatt Ayers now the leading base runner on third. The throw got there, just a high tag, and the feet get in under the high tag every time. Another foul tip by Graham Nutt. 
Nick Suzdak still staying on first, but he's looking to get to second. Two and two the count on Graham Nutt. And he will pop this one up. It's looking foul. Oh, Number 11, J.T. Fox, the third baseman for Judge Matthews' team, tries to go over and save that one and try to make that out. Unable to do so. Two and two, still the count on Graham Nutt. Here's Asa Kelly's 21st pitch of the night. Swing and a miss, strike number three. And that will be out number two. on Bayard Financial for the evening. Still the top of the first inning. Bayard Financial leads two to nothing. Two outs. Asa Kelly already up to 21 pitches. And in that exchange there, gentleman on third tried to come in and the Suzak made it to second base. Number one, Baker Hensley up to bat now. He's got two base runners on and two outs. There's the pitch from Kelly. Swing and a foul ball down the first base side of the field. An 0-2 count now on Baker Hensley. Still two base runners on. Wyatt Ayers, Nick Suzdak. Pitch from Kelly comes through. That one's a little high and outside. First ball in the count, one and two. The count now for Baker Hensley. That one comes in a little high, a little outside as well. Two and two now the count for Baker Hensley. Asa Kelly already 25 pitches in here in the top of the first. That looked like a good-looking strike, and he called it a little up. Full count. On the inside corner, but... Apparently a little high. Full count, two outs. The pitch from Kelly, and that one is called a strike right down the middle. Baker Hensley takes that one looking, and at the end of the top of the first inning, Bayard Financial leads Judge Matthews' team 2 to nothing. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 7 p.m. two nights a week, 931-388-8452. Beck Dental Care in Columbia, 1603 Rosewood Drive. Roofing isn't something you think about until you need it. When you do, let Roof Systems, Inc. be your first call. Roof Systems, Inc. is locally owned and has been providing excellent service since 1983. From repairing roofs on small homes or installing new roofs for large commercial retailers, no job is too big or too small. Why choose Roof Systems, Inc.? Well, in our customers' words, best experience I've had with construction-related business. Honest, professional, friendly, and affordable. Call today, 931-398-5977. That's 931-398-5977. 
one-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art, fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Roofing isn't something you think about until you need it. When you do, let Roof Systems, Inc. be your first call. Roof Systems, Inc. is locally owned and has been providing excellent service since 1983. From repairing roofs on small homes or installing new roofs for large commercial retailers, no job is too big or too small. Why choose Roof Systems, Inc.? Well, in our customers' words, best experience I've had with construction-related business. Honest, professional, friendly, and affordable. Call today, 931-398-5977. That's 931-398-5977. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. And we appreciate the many years of support from the Columbia American Little League. Back here at the Columbia American Little League Baseball Park, Nick Suzdak will start off pitching for Bayard Financial. Jamari Brown will start the hitting for Judge Matthews' team. It's number 18 behind the plate, DJ Parks for Bayard. First two pitches thrown by Suzdak. Two balls on Jamari Brown. 2-0 is the count. Bottom of the first inning. Byard Financial leads it 2-0. Gotcha. Well, the, I guess the uh, three on uh, Graham Nutt's jersey, the catcher for uh, Byard Financial, looked like an eight to me when I first looked at it because of the strap on his back. Yeah, it was kind of kind of shielding the other part of it for you, though. So it was Graham Nutt behind the, behind the plate. That's right. Jamari Brown walks. Four pitches, four balls. And the fifth pitch from Suzdak is a ball as well. Up to the plate is number 14, Asa Kelly, the pitcher for Judge Matthews' team. The pitch from Suzdak is outside. 2-0 the count on Asa Kelly. That pitch caught a strike. It's a seventh pitch thrown by Nick Suzdak, his first strike thrown. Asa Kelly now facing a 2-1 count. That one swinging a miss, strike number two. Now the count 2-2, two two. still no outs here in the bottom of the first. Uh, something a little strange, eh? Uh, Graham Nutt as a catcher, the left-hander. You don't see that too no, often. You sure don't. That pitch thrown by Suzdak, a ball. Full count for Asa Kelly. Jamari Brown, the lone base runner on first. There's the pitch from Suzdak, and he will walk the second at batter in a row. And now number 99, Will Davis, up to the plate, the third batter 
Ready to go for Judge Matthews' team. Here's the pitch from Suzdek. Swing and a miss, strike number one. 0-1 now the count on Will Davis. Man, he took a big cut at that one. Another pitch from Suzdek, blocked up by Graham Nutt. Yeah, he's just having a little control problems up at the start of the game here. Uh, most of them are going outside, so... Pitch number 14 is a strike. One and two the count on number 99, Will Davis. Asa Kelly standing on first. Jamari Brown standing on second. Still no outs. Bottom of the first. The pitch from Suzdak, high and inside. Jamari Brown, uh, I think I do remember Jamari Brown being really, really fast from last year, and I think he can uh, steal a base in about a blink of an eye. Yes, he can. Graham not really doing a good job blocking up these pitches. He's had two or three in the dirt, and it's it's hard not to uh, to corral them sometimes. There's another one, ball four. So ball four right there for Will Davis. It was a full count. Suzdak throws the ball, and now Will Davis standing on first. Asa Kelly will be on second. Jamari Brown on third, and they'll come out to talk to the Bayard Financial starting pitcher here in the bottom of the first to see what's going on. Having, a, like Terry said, just a little bit of a control issue. Yeah, just got to settle down first game of the year. Just get him across the plate. Could very well be uh, just some just some jitters. I believe this is, uh, yeah, this is young Mr. Lee Holloway who did a, who was a terror last year, if I remember correctly. And he's their cleanup hitter. Got good power too. Great catcher. Wow, the outfield is way in. It's a little surprising because I know he's got good power. That was inside ball number one on Lee Holloway. Want to know the count on him? Still the bottom of the first inning. That one gets by Graham Nutt. He runs back to the back of the batter's circle and corrals that one before it hits the grass. Two and zero now. The count for Lee Holloway. Byard Financial still leads it two to nothing. Oh, called that one a strike. That was a little outside. But uh, <laughs> a called strike nonetheless. Two and one, the count on Lee Holloway. The pitch from Suzdak. A little low. It was over, but just a little bit low. So three and one, the count on Lee Holloway now. No place to put him. All four. And Lee Holloway will walk, and that will send Jamari Brown in for Judge Matthews' first run of the year. And Clayton Harris will now come out to see what's going on with Nick Suzdak, and I think they're going to make a change. And we're going to see who's coming up to be the new pitcher. I believe that that is D.J. Parks. That is D.J. Parks, the first baseman. And move the pitcher to third base and move uh, Gabe Harris over to first, I believe. So in the bottom of the first inning, they're gonna they're gonna switch pitchers around, and uh, uh, DJ Parks will take over after um, 27 pitches in the first inning. 21. 21 pitches in the first inning from Nick Suzdak. So while DJ warms up his arm, we're gonna take a quick break right here, and we'll be back right after this. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. 
Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. My name is Tyler Sneed, Executive Director at Morning Point Assisted Living here in Columbia. We provide assisted living and memory care for your loved ones. Our philosophy is to create a home-like environment, and my personal motto is to treat everyone like family. Come see me at 2050 Union Place here in Columbia, or you can call me at 931-388-2200. You can also reach us by our website, www.morningpoint.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. So DJ Parks steps up, just threw his first pitch, and a swing and a miss by number 42, Ben Whittington. Strike number one on him. The count is 0-1. Still loaded bases for Judge Matthews' team. They've already got one point. There's the pitch from DJ, and he swings at a ball that was way inside and high. That one fouls off over the fence. 0-2 the count on Ben Whittington. The pitch from Parks, another one fouled off. I tell you, he's swinging at everything. Last two, I don't think we're in the strike zone, and he's still swinging. Definitely got some power behind it. Yeah. Time for a low low and outside one here. Catch him swinging. Bases still loaded for Judge Matthews' team. Bottom of the first inning, no outs. 0-2 count for number 42, Ben Whittington. The pitch from Parks. Oh, he called it. And they call that one a strike three. Another questionable one, but the first out here in the bottom of the first inning comes. Well, he did what I said, but uh, <laughs> he was way outside. But, hey, it's what the umpire calls it. DJ Parks, fifth pitch of the night. Now that That's was a good, a good pitch. pitch. Yeah, Batter up to the plate is Tucker Townsend, number five. Facing an 0-1-1 count now. One out here in the bottom of the first. Fired Financial still leads 2-1. Swing and a miss. Strike number two for Tucker Townsend. Owen to the count on Tucker Townsend. They are sending the base runner from third. It's going to be close, and he is safe. Judge Matthews ties this game up. He's going to have to go back. It's passed. Now they are trying to, uh, oh, my goodness, Lee Holloway has gotten himself into a traffic jam. It's passed again. And uh, now I think smartly they are just going to tell everybody to just hang on one second and let's get this thing back under wraps here. I, I can't, even, can't even begin to score that one. 
Lee Holloway was on uh, second base, and he somehow ended up on third base, running back and forth with another base runner for Judge Matthews' team who was also on third base. And Will Davis was on. And uh, somehow they both got themselves into a, uh, a face-off going down the third baseline at the same time. So... Uh, don't know how many more we'll see like that. But we've hey, gotten everything straightened out now. You know what? It's the first game of the year. We knew we'd have to knock a little rust off. That's right. So Tucker Townsend now facing a one and two count with one out here in the bottom of the first. It is now tied up two to two. The ninth pitch from DJ Parks and Tucker Townsend fouls that one off and stays alive. So we got Will Davis, number 99, at third base, and Lee Holloway, number seven, at second. Tenth pitch of the night from Parks, and he will put that one into play. Tucker Townsend does. Will Davis, number 99, will score. And now another rundown is going to happen. Lee Holloway is out. On third base. He tried to turn the corner and make it home, realized he couldn't, turned around and couldn't make it back to third base before getting tagged. But Judge Matthews takes the lead as number 99 Will Davis brings it in from third and scores the third run of the night for Judge Matthews. Still the bottom of the first inning, two outs on the board. Number 11, J.T. Fox, up to the plate for Judge Matthews' team. Faces the first pitch from Parks, and that one's a strike. 0-1 the count. Pitch from Parks gets by Graham Nutt and Tucker Townsend, who just had a great hit just a couple of moments ago, uh, advances to second base. Yeah, he had a little, one of them little kind of looping flares out there to right, kind of swung behind it and then hit it get behind it all the way and it dropped in front of the right fielder. The pitch from Parks, that'll be inside a little bit high for J.T. Fox. Two and one the count. The pitch from Parks. That one low called ball three. It was close. It was over just a little bit low. It was very close. The 15th pitch from Parks. That one will be a strike. Okay. Full count for JT Fox, number 11. Two outs here in the bottom of the first. Two to three ball game. Judge Matthews' team leads. The full count pitch, and J.T. Fox will be walked. So now two base runners on for Judge Matthews' team. Two outs still here in the bottom of the first. And that's a, a bad sign. That's a fifth walk of the inning. Number three, Will Goodman up to face D.J. Parks. Swing and a miss, strike number one with two outs here in the bottom of the first. Wow, that's a, that's a tiny little batter right there. I'm oh, he is, <laughs> yes, for sure. But boy, I'll tell you, he's hanging right in there, swinging that bat. 
Facing an 0-1-1 count. That one, maybe a strike for some other people <laughs> uh, over his head. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was <laughs> I tell you, you got to love Little League Baseball. It's amazing. Can't not love it. And kids of all sizes can play. Another one called inside. So a... One and two count, I believe. I believe you're correct. On Will Goodman. Two base runners on first and second. The pitch from Parks, a swing and a miss, strike number three. And Will Goodman. Well, I guess the uh, scoreboard was off a little bit. It is now two and two. Will Goodman is still alive at the plate. Yeah, I thought it was two and one, but uh, I figured the scoreboard had it correct, but... uh, the umpire was right on it. And Will Goodman will watch the third strike go by, and that will retire this first inning of play. It was an exciting one, 2-3. to three. Judge Matthews' team leads. Meet us in the second right after this. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. At Apex Bank, we care about our community and local economy. That's why we are proudly participating with the Small Business Administration to deliver another round of paycheck protection loans to local businesses that continue to be impacted by COVID-19. Our lenders will guide you through the process of securing funds for your business to meet obligations such as payroll, rent, and utilities. When properly utilized, these loans can be 100% forgiven. Call us at 931-246-7105 at Apex Bank. Apex Bank is building stronger communities together. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales, is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Roofing isn't something you think about until you need it. When you do, let Roof Systems, Inc. be your first call. Roof Systems, Inc. is locally owned and has been providing excellent service since 1983. From repairing roofs on small homes or installing new roofs for large commercial retailers, no job is too big or too small. Why choose Roof Systems, Inc.? Well, in our customers' words, best experience I've had with construction-related business. Honest, professional, friendly, and affordable. Call today, 931-398-5977. That's 931-398-5977. This is Eli Gold, and you're listening to 103.7 WKRM Columbia. Back here at the Columbia American Little League Baseball Park. About to start the second inning of play. And a pretty good first inning of action. Two to three, your score. Uh, Bayard Financial opened things up and scored two runs early. And uh, then Judge Matthews' team came back and made it a little more interesting and put three runs on the board. So Asa Kelly 
27 pitches in. There's his 28th, and it's a strike. 0-1 the count here in the top of the first inning. I believe that is number 12, A.J. Damastis. Ninth pitch from Asa Kelly, one and one. The count now on number 12, AJ Damastis. No outs here in the top of the second. Ball number two thrown there by Asa Kelly, two and one. Your count. The pitch from Kelly that'll be a little low and a little inside. Three and one now. The count. For number 12, A.J. Damastis, 2-3 to three year score. Judge Matthews' team in the field leads. And a swing and a miss right there from Damastis. Strike number two, a full count here early in the second inning. The pitch and swing and a miss. Strike number three for A.J. Damastis. And Asa Kelly strikes out his first opponent here in the second inning. One out here in the top of the second. Number seven up to the plate now, Avery Morton for Bayard Financial. Asa Kelly now up to 34 pitches. 0-1 is the count on Morton. That one a little outside. 1-1 count now on number seven, Avery Morton. Last batter for Bayard Financial until they circle back around to the top of the lineup. And a swing and a miss right there by Avery Morton. One and two, your count now. Still one out here in the top of the second. The pitch from Kelly. And I believe that'll be counted as a swing, and it will be. So uh, Avery Morton strikes out, and that'll be the second out here in the top of the second inning. And back around to the top of the lineup, Gabriel Harris up to the plate once again, watches that one come in, and it is called a ball around his eye line, coming in right down the middle. Two outs here in the top of the second. That pitch uh, a little short and a little inside, bounces over both the batter and the catcher's head. So 2-0 and count for Gabriel Harris. And the ball is going to be put into play by Gabriel Harris. Jamari Brown fields it, and Gabriel Harris gets to second base, but a bad throw from Jamari Brown over to first base. And Gabriel Harris is safe at second. Good hustle there, bro. He was moving. Yeah, he, he forced him to – it took a bad hop for the, at the, the shortstop. It kind of come up on him, almost went over his head. Made a good play, but uh, hurried to throw, and just uh, Gabe was able to beat it out. And the throw got past the first baseman, so wisely he headed down to second. And, and another great hit. He's gonna Camden Minatra hits it all the way out to center field. Gabriel Harris is going to score walking in. Minatra makes it to second base, and a little confusion out there on the outfield. Uh, it looks like Gabriel Harris is limping a little bit. Yeah, he, he slid into the bag extremely hard when he went in. And I... Uh, doesn't seem to be too serious, but no. Cade Minatra now, oh, oh. Uh, going to go foul. DJ Parks. A little inside, and he's got out in front of it. Sorry for my excitement there. I got a little ahead of myself. I tell you, 
Uh, I'll tell you, Kendra Minatra is hit. He's a swinging on everything. I guess that's why uh, they've got him second in the lineup. Man, I'll tell you, he's. It, it, I think it's starting to become a trend. You see, I mean, everything I've seen tonight, it's been little bitty guys yeah. knocking the ball out of the park. <laughs> they are. Yeah, they've been drilling it. So well, DJ Parks is facing a one and one now. Maybe next week you'll get to see a home run, Lou. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully, know. hopefully, right now. Hopefully tonight. There you go. Yeah. We'll take. There's one. still a chance. We'll take two or three tonight. We don't care. So Cade Minatra, the lone base runner, still on second. Two and one, the count for DJ Parks. Asa Kelly's 45th pitch of the night. That one's going to be outside a little bit and in the dirt. And DJ hit a hit a rocket last time right back to the pitcher who was able to track it down and throw him out at first. The pitch from Kelly, that one right down the middle, and we call it a strike. Full count. For number 18, DJ Parks, two outs here in the top of the second inning. Three to three, your score, Judge Matthews versus Bayard Financial. There's the pitch, and DJ Parks will walk a little high and outside, and he'll take his base on first. Number 14, Wyatt Ayers back up to the plate for his second go-round. And uh, he got an intentional walk first time they put him on, remember? But they're not going to do it this time because first base isn't open. Let's see what he can do. The first pitch from Kelly, and uh, swinging for the fences is Ayers. I tell you, he had a good uppercut swing on that. And he's a good-sized young man, I tell you, if he gets a hold of one. And the left fielder is extremely shallow. Very. That one gets by Lee Holloway. D.J. Parks will move up to second base. And Caden Minotra will move to third. So now two runners in scoring position. And similar to the first game, all this has happened with two outs. Yes. The first two batters. Seems like we get that a lot. Yep. Another pass ball. Cade Minatra's coming into home, and he will take the lead for Bayard Financial. Cade Minatra scores the fourth run of the night for Bayard Financial. Four to three, your score now. Still top of the second inning. Still two outs. Still Wyatt Ayers at the plate. Still 2-1 is the count. Asa Kelly's 51st pitch. That one fouled off going into. Oh, that was close. Well, I'll tell you, it fell right, be, right between some young people. Ooh. Over there. Oh, Very okay. close. Well, you got to keep your head on a swivel. That one going to go foul. Wyatt Ayers. A good rip out to left field, but it rolls past the third base line. Yeah, he's got some power. Definitely does. Two and two, the count now. Still two outs on the top of the second. Wyatt Ayers has a runner on third. That's DJ Parks. Changeup coming in, and that one called a little high. Now a full count, three and two. I think you... Pitcher needs to be smart with this one. Of course, you got Suzak up next who had that big hit last time. They walked him. Wyatt Ayers gets walked, so two walks, one intentional, one not. Yep. And uh, Caden Suzak knocked in the first two runs of the game with that nice single in the first inning. Let's see if he can uh, make some more magic happen. The 55th pitch from Kelly. He pops that one up, and it's going to go out of the field of play and back oh. right in the same spot. Air, Watch out, kids. Air on that fan in the purple shirt. Yes. He missed it. 
So Suzdak fouls his first one off. The count is 0-1. Second pitch right there, and Wyatt Ayers will go ahead and take second base. So a one-and-one one count now for number 22, Caden Suzdak. And he drills it to the second baseman. He'll go over to first, and they'll make the play at first base. Caden Suzdak gets thrown out at first, and that will do it here for the top of the second. And uh, Bayard Financial retakes the lead, 4-3. to three. We'll join you in the bottom of the second right after this. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 7 p.m. two nights a week, 931-388-8452. Beck Dental Care in Columbia, 1603 Rosewood Drive. Tent on Wheels, been tinting windows for over 28 years. Stop by and see Tracy and his fantastic professional staff at Tent on Wheels. Located in Columbia at 104 Wayne Street. Give them a call, 931-619-8468. That's 619-8468. Tent on Wheels, proud sponsor of Columbia American Little League Baseball. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. And we appreciate the many years of support from the Columbia American Little League. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons and we run his dealership and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. This is State Representative Scott Sapicki. This is the time of year when Little League Baseball and all the hopes and dreams of all the Little Leaguers start to take shape. That's where I started my career out a long time ago on these Little Diamonds. Look forward to seeing all the youngsters out there and the parents supporting them trying to make our Little League Baseball the best in the state of Tennessee. Hope you all have a great day out there, and let's go all Little Leaguers. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 
931-540-0919. Just getting into the bottom of the second inning. First batter up looks like it will be number 13, Ethan Lovell. I believe it's his first at-bat of the night. Yes, it is. DJ Parks is 21 pitches in. Here's the 22nd. And a little high on that one. 1-0 the count on level. Swing and a miss. Strike number one on Ethan Level. 1-1 one one the count on him. Uh, no outs here in the bottom of the second inning. 4-3 to three your score. Bayard Financial reclaimed the lead in the top of the second. And the pitch right there, Ethan Level puts that one into play to second base, and he goes over to number two, Gabriel Harris, and they make the play, uh, Caden Minatra to Gabriel Harris at first base, and that will be the first out here in the bottom of the second inning as they uh, return to the top of their lineup, Jamari Brown up to bat for Judge Matthews' team. And of course, uh, he's let off the game with a walk. As the first four batters walk, just lead off the game. Not something you see every day. No. And, uh, we've got strikes coming across now, though, so they're going to have to hit their way on, I believe. Jamari Brown facing an 0-1 count. Swing and missed on that first one. The pitch from Parks, and he'll foul this one off. Nice play by the first base coach. Yes. A one hopper off the fence right to the coach, and he did not fumble it. Great play. Yep. 0-2 count for Jamari Brown. And he'll foul off another one. This one also going out of play. And nice catch. Now that's how you do it. That's how you do it. One and a beautiful throw right back to the pitcher. One-handed catch. Actually, I think he had some, a coffee in his hand. Didn't want to drop it. That was pretty incredible. Great, great catch. Play of the, play of the game so far. 0-2 still the count for Jamari Brown. That one outside and high. One and two now the count for Jamari. Judge Matthews' team trailing Bayard Financial four to three at the moment. Bottom of the second, one out. The pitch from Parks, and Jamari Brown will send that one well over our heads. Into the other field. So that's three foul balls in a row for Jamari Brown. He's battling up there. Yeah, I tell you, he's getting his licks. This will be the 30th pitch from DJ Parks. And Jamari Brown rips it into right field. One hopper to the fence once again. Jamari Brown's running. He's running so fast his helmet is gone. His helmet flew off inside the park home run. No, he's coming back. Middle of the baseline. He's going backwards. Come on back, Jamari. He's going home. And Jamari is safe. Jamari beats out the rundown and makes it past all of defenders for Bayard Financial and ties this game up at four. Jamari Brown may be the fastest 11-year-old I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm telling you. Those, I mean, he was headed, he was about 15 feet from home when the, all the great throw from the outfield got to the catcher. Uh, but I tell you, rundowns are hard to complete. Folks, those uh, those uh, those helmets that they wear are usually pretty 
pretty well on there. Oh boy, that. And Jamari Brown literally just ran out of his helmet. Yeah, he was laying out there between second and third, close to the shortstop position. Incredible. It was. And, oh, just foul, maybe? Oh, he called it fair. Yeah, it hit foul by about a foot. But, again, that's where the umpire is out of position. He that's cannot right. see the play. We do have a better angle on that than yeah. he does. Wow. I believe that's Will Davis back up to the plate. 32 pitches in is DJ Parks. 4-4 four to four your score now, bottom of the second still. What a, what, a, what a great game, I'm telling you. Yeah, this has been very entertaining. Well, I just hope they don't get tired. It's going to be a right down to the last last out. The pitch from Parks called strike number one. Will Davis now facing a one-and-one one count with one out. Pitch from Parks and a swing and a miss. Strike number two for Will Davis. And of course, uh, Will walked the first time up. This will be DJ Parks' 36 pitch of the night. One two count, and Will Davis oh. almost puts that one into play, but it rolls foul down the third baseline, and he'll trot back to face the one two. It was going to be a tough play for uh, Mr. Suzak over there at third, but it stayed fair. One and two count on Will Davis. He's still up there battling. Parking lot again. I cannot believe we haven't seen a baseball hit a hit a vehicle. <laughs> well, first game of the year, Lou. It's coming. I mean, I'm, we didn't. I don't think I saw one last. I mean, we we. One goes out about think, every inning. Yeah, I think one last year we had. So Will Davis just put that one into play. Fielded by the shortstop. Goes over to Caden Minatra. Good try. And they just turned a double play, folks. No, I think he was safe at first. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. It, was, it was really close at first. So they did get the out at second. So <laughs> my apologies on that one. Two outs here in the bottom of the second. Four to four ball game. The pitch from Parks, dropped by Graham Nutt, corrals that one. one is the count, the pitch from Parks, and he'll put that one, dribble it down the first baseline, but it rolls foul. I actually thought it hit off the plate, but that's good. Will Davis, the only base runner for Judge Matthews' team, standing on first base. Tie ball game in the bottom of the first, bottom of the second, excuse me. And a 2-1 count on number seven, Lee Holloway. There's the pitch. And it will be off, and Will Davis will take second base pretty easily. That Graham Nutt is getting a workout back there. He definitely is. I'd say they're inside, they're high, they're outside, they're in the dirt. He's going to be one sore young man tomorrow. 
But it keeps the hitters off, off guard because you never know where it's going. That's right. 3-1 the count. Lee Holloway belts one into right field. And it's dropped by the right fielder. Will Davis will score. Wow. And Lee Holloway safe at second. Very good contact by Lee Holloway. Probably should have been caught out there. Uh, but still, you, as we oh, said, man. first game of the season still. It's almost like he lost in the lights or something. He just kind of just stood there. A very good possibility. Ben Whittington up now. It's his second at bat. Got Lee Holloway on second base. And he was a strikeout victim his first time up. He was back, I think he was the he was the first batter that uh, Mr. Parks uh, faced in his first inning. He'll put it into play right here to second base, and it oh, slips by Caden Minatra, who is upset at himself. Now Lee Holloway coming into home. Close to the plate. He'll be safe. Now this one's going. Catcher goes all the way into center field. Now Ben Whittington is going to end up on third base. Again, Paul. You gotta be you gotta watch throwing the ball around. And uh, you know, it 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 happens sometimes, but that, that initial error, you know, everybody just started to panic a little bit. And now now uh Judge Matthews is holding a six to four lead over Bayard Financial. Tucker Townsend up to the plate now, his second at bat. Ben Whittington standing on third. And uh, Tucker got a single his first time up. Pretty good one, too. Yeah. Left-handed batter. Pops up a very little little (laughs) pop-up, and Gabriel Harris comes all the way from first base to make that play. Uh, pretty close to the pitcher's mound. Yeah, he wasn't going to take anything for granted. He, I think he was calling I got it he from was, first base. He, he went about 25 feet to catch that ball. So uh, a very exciting second inning of play, and uh, they're getting a, a stern talking to is Bayard Financial by Clayton Harris and the rest of that staff. So we're going to step aside for just a quick moment, and uh, we'll join you back for third inning action. Judge Matthews' team leads Briard Financial 6-4. to four. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. And we appreciate the many years of support from the Columbia American Little League. 
At Apex Bank, we care about our community and local economy. That's why we are proudly participating with the Small Business Administration to deliver another round of paycheck protection loans to local businesses that continue to be impacted by COVID-19. Our lenders will guide you through the process of securing funds for your business to meet obligations such as payroll, rent, and utilities. When properly utilized, these loans can be 100% forgiven. Call us at 931-246-7105 at Apex Bank. Apex Bank is building stronger communities together. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. This is Eli Gold, and you're listening to 103.7 WKRM Columbia. Lee Holloway throwing down the pitch to second base. Jamari Brown's got it. And uh, Asa Kelly will remain on the mound for Judge Matthews' team. Yeah, he's thrown uh, 57 pitches uh, to the first two innings. So he's uh, definitely throwing a lot of balls. So we'll see... uh, we got Ben Whittington uh, warming up in the bull, in the bullpen back there, so may see a change coming soon. A pitch from Asa Kelly laid down a bunt, did Graham Nutt, but uh, was not able to make it to first base in time. Asa Kelly picks that one back up, rolls right down the center lane, and throws it over to first base for the first out of this third inning. Yeah, bunting is a hard thing to do in this uh, little league's but uh, he was able to lay it down, just hit it a little too far towards the pitcher. Now got Baker Hensley back up for his second at bat. And he was a strikeout victim his first time. Pitch right there, that'll be called a strike. One and one count for Baker Hensley. One out here in the top of the third. Four to six, your score, Judge Matthews in front. Uh, it was called a little high right there. Pitch from Asa Kelly, his 61st. Two and one count for Baker Hensley. The pitch from Kelly. That one caught a little high, too. A little high and inside. Three and one, now the count for Baker Hensley. Pitch from Kelly, that one caught a strike. Full count. For Baker Hensley. Pitch right there, and that one's going to be a little outside. Too much to call, and Baker Hensley will walk and uh, take his base on first. I believe Judge Matthews has a, we've got a new player in right field. Because the right fielder is warming up to probably take over pitching. Gotcha. I don't know the number. Too far for me to see. And facing the wrong direction. Right, but you are allowed to move the players in and out like that. So, Got number nine, Huck Hauser, up to bat right now, and he swung and missed right there. A one-and-one one count on him. 66 pitches in is Aixa Kelly. His team leads by two runs. That one went over Lee Holloway's head, and Baker Hensley had already made up his mind before that even happened uh, that he was out of there. So he made it to second base, no problem. The pitch from Kelly. Swing and a miss. Strike number two for Huck Hauser. The pitch from Kelly, and it's fouled off Huck Hauser. Now facing a two and two count. Still one out here in the top of the third.
the pitch from Kelly. And a called strike three. And uh, that'll do it for Huck Hauser, number nine. He's the second out here in the third inning. Now Jackson Parker up to the plate. And he'll pop one off. That'll be a little foul. 0-1 count for Jackson Parker. 71 pitches in Asa Kelly. The pitch and another foul ball tipped off by Jackson Parker. Four to six, still your score. The pitch from Kelly and Jackson Parker will put it into play. It'll go towards second base. And uh, Will Davis will make the play on first base, and uh, Jackson Parker will be out at first. Uh, so that'll do it for the top of the third inning. And we're going to take another quick break right here, and we'll join you for more Little League action in the bottom of the third. Six to four, Judge Matthews' team leads over Briar Furnish. Briar. Bayard Financial, excuse me. Bear, is it Baird Financial? <laughs> I think it's Baird Financial. Is it? Is it? Okay, well, Baird Financial. Sorry about that. We're, we'll be right back. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales, is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. At Apex Bank, we care about our community and local economy. That's why we are proudly participating with the Small Business Administration to deliver another round of paycheck protection loans to local businesses that continue to be impacted by COVID-19. Our lenders will guide you through the process of securing funds for your business to meet obligations such as payroll, rent, and utilities. When properly utilized, these loans can be 100% forgiven. Call us at 931-246-7105 at Apex Bank. Apex Bank is building stronger communities together. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. And we are back here at the Columbia American Little League Baseball Park. I'm Lewis Maddox, joined alongside Terry Wilcox. We are having an absolute blast sitting out here at the baseball field, uh, watching all these young kids uh, partake in America's pastime. Absolutely. Love it, love it, love it. Weather's great. There's still a good crowd this late in the evening. And so it's not all just family and friends. There's a lot of people just come out to watch the game. So here we go. Got J.T. Fox up to bat first for Judge Matthews. They hold a two-run lead over Baird Financial. There we go. D.J. Parks has thrown 48 pitches. 
Here's the 49th. It's going to be high and inside. Ball number two, a 2-0 and count on J.T. Fox. Graham Nutt still handling the catching duties for Baird. The pitch from Parks right down the middle, but J.T. Fox was a little early on it. And a swing and a miss right there. Two and one's the count. That breeze felt good. Yes. Parks for the 2-1. Strike called. It's a little outside. And a little high. (laughs) Parks for the 2-2. Swing and a miss, strike number three. And uh, JT Fox is the first out here in the bottom of the third inning. Will Goodman back up for his second at bat? Oh, he's a switch hitter. Oh, would you look at that? He batted right-handed the first time. (laughs) All three foot six of them. Fouls the first first pitch off. (laughs) I tell you, I am impressed. I I tell you, there's always somebody every season, I think, that, uh, that kind of surprises us. And Most definitely. Young Mr. Will Goodman is the player so far this year. One out here in the bottom of the third. He's showing bunt, pulls it back, didn't like the pitch. It was a little too high for him. Yeah, if it's above, if it's above anybody else's knees, it's high for him. <laughs> he is a tiny little thing. The people, you got to come out just to watch this young man play. One and one the count on Goodman. And watches a strike go by. Fifty-five pitches for Parks. Here's the fifty-sixth. High and outside. Ball number two. Two and two the count. The pitch from Parks and a swing and a miss by Will Goodman. That'll be the third strike, and uh, he will strike out. I believe that's his, it's his uh, first uh, uh, year in the major division, so yeah, still yeah. just a young a we, young guy. Yeah, we did not see him last year. He's had two strikeouts tonight, but I'll tell you, he hangs right in there. Samuel McKenzie batting now for Judge Matthews. Two outs here in the bottom of the third inning. Swing and a miss, strike number two for McKenzie. And uh, JT, or DJ Parks, rather, excuse me, is uh, trying to retire this inning with one more strike. The pitch from Parks, and it won't happen right now because uh, McKenzie just belted that ball to the fence in right center field. He's on his way to second base, and they will likely hold him up there as they do. And we are back around to the top of the lineup for Judge Matthews' team, Jamari Brown, back at the plate. And we remember last time what he did. Yes, <laughs> we do. Inside, if you if you weren't here, well, uh, Jamari Brown uh, hit a ball similar to the one like you just heard, uh, but took himself all the way around the bases inside the park home run, and uh, had his helmet fly off of his head. He was moving so fast in the process. <laughs> it was a thing of beauty to watch. I'm telling you, 
That's what I said. You, you got to come out and watch it. You're going to see something exciting every time. Well, I, the, the the crazy thing is, is that he got into a rundown uh, between third base and home plate, and still got the home run. Yep. Incredible. Got a 2-0 count right now. DJ Parks has 62 pitches counted. He's going to be swinging at this. I know he is. If it's close. Terry was right. Jamari Brown fouls off a ball. That was painting the right corner. Yeah, he's got the green light to swing. He's such a good contact hitter. Uh, You got to let him. And if he makes the third out, you got uh, your two, three, and four batters coming up the next inning. So. But any kind of a, a hit will most likely score the runner from second. I think they're looking for some more balls. I think they ran a little low. I will drop it down. That's the only one they got left. Trying to get a uh, baseball to play with here at the Major League Field, and we uh, got that situation covered, and we, we're going to – Hope they got more. <laughs> I do, too. We're going to have a lot more go follow for this game. Joe. We are in the bottom of the third inning, so I really do hope they, there are uh, more baseballs up here. Jamari Brown now with a 3-1 count. Two outs still here in the bottom of the third inning. And Judge Matthews holds a 6-4 lead. Parks for the 3-1, and another foul tip right there for Jamari Brown. That one luckily does not go over the netting here at the park. Full count for Jamari Brown. The pitch from... Parks and Jamari Brown belts that one down the third baseline. Oh, and a bad decision by McKenzie. Nice play by Mr. Sudzak to run him down. And uh, Jamari Brown with a great hit, and uh, uh, McKenzie was safe at third but didn't know where the ball was and tried to make it home but absolutely could not make it home because the third baseman already had the ball. So uh, we finished the third inning of play here at the Columbia American Little League Park. And Judge Matthews is going back into the field, still holding a 6-4 to four lead. Stick with us. Fourth inning action right after this. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. 
One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 7 p.m. two nights a week, 931-388-8452. Beck Dental Care in Columbia, 1603 Rosewood Drive. Roofing isn't something you think about until you need it. When you do, let Roof Systems, Inc. be your first call. Roof Systems, Inc. is locally owned and has been providing excellent service since 1983. From repairing roofs on small homes or installing new roofs for large commercial retailers, no job is too big or too small. Why choose Roof Systems, Inc.? Well, in our customers' words, best experience I've had with construction-related business. Honest, professional, friendly, and affordable. Call today, 931-398-5977. That's 931-398-5977. And uh, we have had a pitching change here at the Columbia American Little League Park. Ben Whittington is uh, taking over the pitching duties for Judge Matthews' team. His first pitch was a strike. We've got the top of the order here. Uh, Gabriel Harris up to the plate, and uh, it'll be Camden Minatra after him. Uh, two players that uh, had pretty good at-bats uh, last last time, I I believe. Yeah, Gabe has uh, got a walk and then a single, and then uh, Kendra had a, a single and a double. He's drove in, drove in one run. And well, Gabriel Harris put one into center field once again, and he'll have an easy single right there. Good hit by Gabriel Harris. He's three for three now. Is he? A three, two for two. He had a walk first time up. Gotcha. That's right. But he's uh, scored both times he's been on, as has uh, Kendra Manatra, who's had a single and a double, his first in a little left-handed batter here. Let's see what he can do right here against Whittington. They'll call that one a little outside. I tell you, Gabe is, uh, Gabe is looking to run here. I tell you, he throws the ball hard, though. Yes, he does. Here's Whittington's fifth pitch, 1-0 count on Camden Minatra. He fouls that one off to the left side. 1-1 one one the count on him. Yeah, he's a, one of the uh, larger, larger, taller-sized players, I should say. Uh, a lot of them, like we mentioned, are pretty small, but uh, he's, he's pretty tall and lanky. Here's the pitch, and another foul right in the same direction. One and two count still for Caden Minatra. One base runner on first base. That's Gabriel Harris. He's got two strikes on him, so he's protecting. That was, looked like a little inside, but you can't be too sure. If it's close, you got better be swinging. That one's a little high for Caden Minatra. Got a good eye on the plate at the plate, that's for sure. It's tough to lay off those when you got two strikes. That's true. Two and two the count for Minatra. Still no outs here in the top of the fourth inning. 
the pitch from Whittington, and that one's drilled right in the same spot Gabriel Harris did. It's fielded by the center fielder cleanly, and uh, Gabriel Harris will be limited to only one base advanced, but Caden Minatra drills another one, and uh, he is standing on first. He's three for three today. Now we got uh, DJ Parks coming up. He's a uh, he, uh, he's one oh for one, yeah, plus with a walk also. But again, that's his third time he's been to the plate in the top three innings. Swing and a miss right there from Parks, and his count will be 0-1. He's got two base runners on, no outs here in the top of the fourth. Uh, this is Baird Financial's chance to get back in this one. pass ball. One gets by Lee Holloway and Gabriel Harris and Caden Minantra both advance two, two uh, spots and Caden uh, Minantra now on second and Gabriel Harris on third. Yeah, got some good speed on the base pass, that's for sure. Any, any hit to the, on the grass will bring both of them in, I believe. That'll be called a strike right there. Apparently some people disagree with me. Well, there's a lot of parents and friends and friends here. That's true. <laughs> but if it was my my child, I'd be I'd be screaming too. <laughs> <laughs> one and two, the count on DJ Parks. That one a little inside and high. Still the top of the fourth inning, four to six. Still your score. Judge Matthews still with the lead. The pitch from Whittington is high. Full count for Parks. Still no outs here in the top of the fourth. He's thrown 13 pitches. That pitch right there. And uh, DJ Parks will strike out. He'll be the first out here in the top of the fourth inning as uh, Wyatt Ayers comes up to the plate. Still got Gabriel Harris on third. Camden Minatra on second. Whittington about to throw his 15th pitch of the evening. There it is. Right down the middle, strike number one. Ayers just saw it coming and uh, didn't want any part of it. Trying to get the feel for it. The pitch from Whittington swung on by Ayers, but tipped foul and now an 0-2 count for Wyatt Ayers. One out here in the top of the fourth. And just to correct myself there, this is the fourth inning. I mistakenly was looking at it as the third inning. <laughs> so. so they're having a, a meeting at the mound with uh, Whittington just to maybe get him a little better under control and calm him down a little bit. He's thrown 16 pitches so far. Uh, struck out one batter. Still got two base runners in scoring position. Wyatt Ayers, the 2-2, or the 0-2, excuse me. And uh, a ball thrown right there from Whittington. One and two the count now. The pitch from Whittington, that one in the dirt and outside. 2-2. 
There's the pitch, and it's going to be fouled off right to Terry. I couldn't get it. It was to my right. Man, that, that, was, our, that was our That shot. was the closest chance we've had to get. But it, unfortunately, the microphone kept me from going as far as I would have liked to. <laughs> Just too good to be true. Uh, but another foul from Wyatt Dang. Ayers comes over the net. and e, uh, if you e could, announcer. If you could uh, hear that, it hit our – oh, never mind. I'll stop. I'll shut up. Wyatt Ayers just hit it into center field. Under and it gets past the center fielder. Wyatt Ayers is turning second. He's going to turn third. Probably Clayton Harris is telling him to go home. He's going home. And another inside the park home run. Three runner. And just like that – Seven to six, your score, one hit, and Baird Financial is back in the lead. Wow, what an exciting play. I'm telling you. Well, he hit it well. Just got just to the side of the center fielder. He wasn't able to track it down. So he, three runs scored. I think they, are, they were appealing third base that maybe he had missed the bag on his way through. One of the runners. And uh, the umpire called it safe, saying that. He did not. He did tag the bag. One out still here in the top of the fourth inning. We've got number 22, Caden Suzdak, up to the plate. Ben Whittington has thrown 21 pitches since coming in in relief of Asa Kelly. Suzdak showing bunt, brings it back, but a strike still called. 0-2 is the count on Suzdak now. 7-6 your score after that inside the park three-run home run from Wyatt Ayers. Whittington with the 0-2. Swing and a miss, strike number three. Nick Suzdak swings and misses. That's two outs. Lee Holloway thought it was three. The catcher for Judge Matthews. He uh, started taking off his helmet and walking back to the dugout, but realized we've still got a little work to do. And then we got uh, Mr. Graham Nutt to the plate. Uh, a strikeout victim his first time, and uh, a bouncer back to the pitcher last time. So he's 0 for 2. So that first pitch right there, a ball. 1-0 the count. Baird Financial still holds a one-run lead over Judge Matthews' team. He's going to call that one a strike. Saw that one coming. It painted the left corner. So a little outside for me, for my liking, but uh, a strike nonetheless. A 1-1 count now on Graham Nutt. Still two outs here on the top of the fourth. The pitch from Whittington, but that one's outside. <laughs> Sometimes they are, sometimes they aren't. Same pitch, ladies and gentlemen, same pitch. I guess we just got a bad view. And that one will most definitely be called a strike. Yeah, that, that, that did. That caught the, caught the corner. We've got 2-2-2 two, two, two on the scoreboard. Counts 2-2 two and, two and uh, two outs here in the top of the fourth inning still. The pitch from Whittington outside and a little high. Now a full count on number 13, Graham Nutt. And if Graham gets on, I believe Baker Hensley would come to the plate. I believe you're right. This will be the 29th pitch of the evening for Ben Whittington. 
Way inside. And Graham Nutt will walk. So another base runner added to the field for Baird Financial. And Baker Hensley is up next. And uh, he's a strikeout victim his first time. And uh, he was a... He got a walk his last time up, so he's 0 for 1. The 30th from Whittington. Almost hits Hensley in the behind. That was close. He's such a skinny little fellow, I don't think it could hit him. He turned more sideways and kind of just he went disappeared, by him. disappeared, didn't he? <laughs> There's a pitch from Whittington, and he'll call that one a strike. Yeah. One and one, the count now on Ben Hensley, or Baker Hensley. Baker Sorry Hensley. about that. Mm-hmm. Still two outs here on the top of the fourth. Baird Financial holds a 7-6 to six lead. Whittington's pitch low and outside. Pitch was a little inside and high. Graham Nutt will steal second base. And now Baker Hensley faced with a 3-1 count. Yeah, with two outs, you got nothing to lose. You know, get go to second to get yourself in scoring position. That's true, but oh. second strike watched gone by. Baker <clears throat> Hensley watched that one go past him. Full count now for Hensley. And uh, we'll get an umpire's timeout. As um, I don't know what he wants. I don't either. Not really sure what that was for, but we are back to playing baseball once again. Full he, count for Baker Hensley. I think he was correcting the scoreboard, but it doesn't matter. The official is official. And oh, pass Lee Holloway and Baker Hensley will walk. Graham Nutt will advance to third base. And A.J. Damascus, number 12, will walk up. Seven to six, still your score. Still two outs here on the top of the fourth. Got Baker Hensley on first, Graham Nutt on third in scoring position. The pitch from Whittington paints the inside corner. Strike number one for A.J. Damastis. And Baker Hensley advances to second. Trying to get him to throw down there. If they did, you would have saw Graham Nutt head for home. And he would have scored. Yes. This will be the 37th pitch from Whittington, the 0-1. It's past him. Here comes Graham Nutt. He is safe. So another run scored uh, by a pass ball over Lee Holloway. And 8-6 now your score here in the top of the fourth. Baird Financial leading Judge Matthews. A.J. Damascus is still at the plate, uh, controlling a 1-1 count. As Baker Hensley moved and advanced to third base. So now one runner in scoring position for Clayton Harris's team. That pitch on Damascus right there, a little low and inside. Call ball number two. Two and one the count. 
It's a pitch from Whittington way outside. 3-1 the count. I tell you, these catchers have had a workout tonight. They definitely have, both uh, of them. I tell you, they're, they're going to be sore in the morning. That one down in the dirt as well. And uh, A.J. Damastis will walk, or trot rather, to first base. Still got Baker Hensley in scoring position on third base. And now we are going to uh, have Jackson Parker up to the plate, I believe, for his second at bat. Uh, yes, it is. He batted uh, in the last inning as well. Looks like we're going to have a pitching change. And we will. I think I believe that's number 99, Will Davis. Uh, that's going to step onto the mound and relieve Ben Whittington of his duty. Uh, struggled a little bit here and uh, gave the lead back to Baird Financial. He threw, th he threw 40 pitches. And uh, we're going to take a quick break right here while we step aside and let Will Davis warm his arm up. And it uh, looks, like looks like Lee Holloway is going to get another workout for the next couple of innings. And uh, so we'll be back right after this for more fourth inning action here at the Columbia American Little League Baseball Park. At Apex Bank, we care about our community and local economy. That's why we are proudly participating with the Small Business Administration to deliver another round of paycheck protection loans to local businesses that continue to be impacted by COVID-19. Our lenders will guide you through the process of securing funds for your business to meet obligations such as payroll, rent, and utilities. When properly utilized, these loans can be 100% forgiven. Call us at 931-246-7105 at Apex Bank. Apex Bank is building stronger communities together. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram truck and Jeep headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019.
For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 7 p.m. two nights a week, 931-388-8452. Beck Dental Care in Columbia, 1603 Rosewood Drive. Tent on Wheels, been tinting windows for over 28 years. Stop by and see Tracy and his fantastic professional staff at Tent on Wheels. Located in Columbia at 104 Wayne Street. Give them a call, 931-619-8468. That's 619-8468. Tent on Wheels, proud sponsor of Columbia American Little League Baseball. So Will Davis at the at the mat, on the mound now. He's thrown one pitch. It was a strike. Second pitch right there, and that'll be ball number one. So on uh, at the plate is uh, number ten Jackson Parker for Baird Financial. They've got two runners on. That one right there caught a strike. Painted that outside corner. And they're able to if he's able to get on. Uh, got top of the order coming up. Gabriel Harris on deck. That one fouled off right at the <laughs> dugout coach. And uh, we also think that uh, this might be the last inning. We're pretty sure we're going to be run foul of the uh, hour, I believe it's an hour and 45 minute. That's right. I think it is. Jackson Parker, a little uh, wobbler out to first base. And the first baseman will field that cleanly in tag first uh, to make Jackson Parker the last out here in the top of the fourth inning. So we're going to take another quick break right here and join you in the bottom of the fourth inning. Eight to six is your score. Baird Financial leads it. Hi, I'm Steve, the garbage man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hello, my name is Tyler Sneed, Executive Director at Morning Point Assisted Living here in Columbia. We provide assisted living and memory care for your loved ones. Our philosophy is to create a home-like environment, and my personal motto is to treat everyone like family. Come see me at 2050 Union Place here in Columbia, or you can call me at 931-388-2200. You can also reach us by our website, www.morningpoint.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090.
For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 7 p.m. two nights a week, 931-388-8452. Beck Dental Care in Columbia, 1603 Rosewood Drive. And we're back here at the Columbia American Little League Park, and look at that. Look at that. A.J. Damastis loses a belted ball from Asa Kelly. Asa Kelly's rounding third. Actually, he'll hold up at third, and he'll stay right there. But first pitch here in the bottom of the fourth inning, and uh, Asa <laughs> Kelly belts one into left field, and it goes through the legs of A.J. Damastis and uh, goes all the way back to the fence. And so course, a triple. Yeah, they need it. They need at least two. So you, no sense of getting him thrown out trying to get stretch it. And so, if you're bared, you don't have to worry about the runner. Just worry about the batter. And another fair ball. That's Will Davis who just hit that one, and it goes by. A.J. Damastis again. He'll get it into the cutoff man. And a run will score. Bringing this thing a little closer. Seven to eight here in the bottom of the fourth. No outs. And you got Mr. Lee Holloway up who's walked and had a double. That pitch right there, first one for Holloway in the dirt. Down the middle, but in the dirt. Will Davis on second base. The only base runner on for Judge Matthews. The pitch from Parks. And Holloway foul, little dribbler out to the pitcher's mound. And uh, DJ Parks picks that one up and goes to, sec uh, goes to first base, rather. And uh, Gabriel Harris makes the play. So a first out here in the bottom of the fourth inning. But uh, Will Davis in scoring position now. And that would be the tying run here in the bottom of the fourth inning. We've got Jacob Davis up to the plate now. I think he's been playing right field a little tonight. Oh, yeah, he shifted uh, when Ben Winningham went to pitching mound. He, he went in. That was the right fielder. I didn't know who it was. He's facing a one-and-one one count right now. His team has one out here in the bottom of the fourth. It's an eight-to-seven ball game. Baird Financial still leads this one. That lead stemming from the inside-the-park home run from Wyatt Ayers. Jacob Davis still at the plate, now facing a two-and-one count. That last pitch from Parks, his 74th, by the way, getting close to uh, being over the limit for this one. A little high. Parks with a two-one. Swing and a miss right there from Jacob Davis. Two-and-two two now the count. And you got uh, Tucker Townsend uh, on deck, so. Another big hitter. Mm-hmm. Parks pitch right down the middle. And uh, Jacob Davis 
Watch that one go through. And that would be strike number three, so two outs now. Here in the bottom of the fourth, and Clayton oh. Harris is going to bring in a new pincher. Mr. Minatra. To maybe try and close this thing out. Another one of the the powerful minis, I'm going to call them. So uh, while Caden warms up, we're going to take one more quick break, and we will join you back right here at the Columbia American Little League field for more baseball action. At Apex Bank, we care about our community and local economy. That's why we are proudly participating with the Small Business Administration to deliver another round of paycheck protection loans to local businesses that continue to be impacted by COVID-19. Our lenders will guide you through the process of securing funds for your business to meet obligations such as payroll, rent, and utilities. When properly utilized, these loans can be 100% forgiven. Call us at 931-246-7105 at Apex Bank. Apex Bank is building stronger communities together. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Back here at the Columbia American Little League Baseball Park. And Caden Minotra has stepped in uh, to handle the rest of the pitching duties throughout the way. Tucker Townsend up to the plate. They've got Will Davis, number 99, the tying run in scoring position on third. And uh, a one-and-one count here on Tucker Townsend. And uh, if this be a third pitch from Cade Minatra. Swing and a miss right there from Tucker Townsend. So if what we believe to be true is true, uh, this next strike or this next pitch from Cade Minatra could decide this ball game. A one and two count. There's the pitch. And he hits the Tucker Townsend, hits the ball into center field. And he sends Will Davis home the tying run. So now the game is tied at eight here in the bottom of the fourth with two outs. Well, folks, we're not going home tonight early. (laughs) That's the truth. Now we got JT Fox who just put it in play. Go to second. Uh Uh-oh, that's not good. So now we've got base runners on first and third for Judge Matthews. That was J.T. Fox who just hit that ball. And now Ben Whittington, the uh, pitcher who was relieved of his duties in the fourth inning, uh, is back up to the plate. The pitch from Camden Minatra, his sixth, that's a ball. A 1-0 count on Ben Whittington. I think there's a question because he actually was batting previously in the fifth position when the right fielder took his spot and he took over pitching duties. They moved him down. This is actually Will Will Goodman supposed to be batting in this position. I don't think you can re-enter a player and have him bat in a different position. 
my years of softball, that's what I know is to be true, but uh, the umpire will look at it and he will make the call. If he does, uh, the batter is technically automatically out for batting out of order. But, well, again, then, well, it, ain't, it ain't nothing until the umpire calls it. Yeah, and, and then I'm a little confused. I mean, opening night, I don't know if, I guess we're going to, we might we might have to send these people home with a draw. Yeah, I don't know if uh, the time limit uh, is still in effect. Well, for all we know, uh, we we've, been, we've been we've been broadcasting for about four hours and three minutes now. So, and um, uh, and play is resuming. Right. So two games, hour and forty five minute time limit. You'd think we're pretty close. And he puts that one into play, and that might do it. That might be the ball game. A hit from Ben Whittington out to center field just sent the went the uh, the advancing run home. Tucker Townsend was in scoring position on third base, and uh, Ben Whittington with an RBI just extended uh, this game a little bit. And uh, now Judge Matthews' team leads Baird Financial nine to eight. And now I I am confused because if if it's past the hour and forty five minute time limit, the game. Is over right there. And then uh, a pass ball right there. Sue's Dak will cover that up at third base and hold everybody there. Not before Whittington and JT Fox both advance. Now they're both in scoring position. Samuel McKenzie at the plate now. And a 2-1 count on him with two outs here in the bottom of the fourth. There's the pitch. It's put into play. And the throw over to first base to Parks will uh, retire the side. And it looks like we haven't reached the time limit. Maybe our time limit, but not their time limit. I guess so. so back at the top of the, the back at the, the top, top of the order. Top of the five. So we're gonna take another quick commercial break right here, and we'll be back right after this. Tent on Wheels, been tinting windows for over 28 years. Stop by and see Tracy and his fantastic professional staff at Tent on Wheels. Located in Columbia at 104 Wayne Street. Give them a call, 931-619-8468. That's 619-8468. Tent on Wheels, proud sponsor of Columbia American Little League Baseball. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. And we appreciate the many years of support from the Columbia American Little League. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. This is State Representative Scott Sapicki. This is the time of year when Little League Baseball and all the hopes and dreams of all the Little Leaguers start to take shape. That's where I started my career out a long time ago on these Little Diamonds. Look forward to seeing all the youngsters out there and the parents supporting them trying to make our Little League Baseball the best in the state of Tennessee. Hope you all have a great day out there, and let's go all Little Leaguers. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. My name is Tyler Snead, Executive Director at Morning Point Assisted Living here in Columbia. We provide assisted living and memory care for your loved ones. Our philosophy is to create a home-like environment, and my personal motto is to treat everyone like family. Come see me at 2050 Union Place here in Columbia, or you can call me at 931-388-2200. You can also reach us by our website, www.morningpoint.com. This is Eli Gold, and you're listening to 103.7 WKRM Columbia. Welcome back to the Columbia American Little League Baseball Park. Top of the fifth inning, and Ethan Lovell has stepped in to do the pitching for Judge Matthews, uh, probably for the rest of the way out. He's thrown two pitches so far. Both of them, uh, both of them have been balls. It's uh, top of the order for Baird Financial. It's Gabriel Harris. Well, many pitchers as I've been thrown in this game don't count on him being the last pitcher. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, you're probably right. So a 3-0 count for Gabriel Harris, and he'll walk. Yeah, we had Mr. Winningham in the last in, in the. Only had two outs in the last inning, and he threw 40 pitches. So 8-9, to nine, your score. Judge Matthews leads Baird Financial by a score of 9-8. to eight. There's the pitch from level. It's past the catcher, and Gabriel Harris is on second. He turns second. Yeah, he was going regardless, but the pass ball didn't hurt. Or wild pitch, I should say. So a 1-0 count on Caden Minatra. Camden Minatra, rather, excuse me. Yeah, he's a good-looking little player. He's he's either just, uh, I don't remember him from last year, so. I don't either. He's either it's very young or he's, or he's moved in. That There's one goes yeah, right, right down the line. Down the line. That'll be interference times yeah. two. 
Uh, Gabriel Harris comes in and ties this ball game at nine. Now DJ Parks back up to bat. Camden Minatra on second base. That one passes. Camden Minatra is on third base. A lot of pass balls today. DJ Parks now facing a 1-0 count. The pitch from level and Parks will pop that one up. And Jamari Brown falling down makes the catch. Good play. Hey, with the runner on third, I mean, now the right fielder falls down. I think he was excited. (laughs) He did a somersault out there. Here's Wyatt Ayers, who had an inside-the-park home run last time out. A little outside. That one called strike number one. A little. (laughs) A lot. Yeah, he's a – he was – he walked his first two times up and then had the – Big shot last time. Out of play. Perfect pitch right there. Almost uh, had the swing to take that one back to where he took it before. Now facing an 0-2 count, which he was the last time. He's got to make, got to get uh, the bat on the ball, and the infield is pulled in except for third base. Pitch from level is a little outside. Count now one and two. Still one out here in the top of the fifth inning. Score tied at nine between Baird Financial and Judge Matthews. The pitch from level, that one inside. Called inside. Two and two the count. The pitch from Lovell, that one called a strike. And Wyatt Ayers will strike out, second out here in the top of the fifth inning. Still one runner, Camden Minatra, standing on third base. And now we'll get to see Caden Suzdak up again. He had a nice hit his first time up, if you remember. I tell you, they're just looking for a wild pitch or a pass ball or anything, and then Mr. Sim- Mr. Manatra will be coming in. Suzdak facing a 1-0 count. Two outs here on the top of the fifth. Here's Lovell's 16th pitch. And he drills it down the first baseline. And that will retire the side. Top of the fifth inning. Your score, 9-9 between Baird Financial and Judge Matthews' team. Join us right after this for bottom of the fifth action. Tent on Wheels, been tinting windows for over 28 years. Stop by and see Tracy and his fantastic professional staff at Tent on Wheels. Located in Columbia at 104 Wayne Street. Give them a call, 931-619-8468. That's 619-8468. Tent on Wheels, proud sponsor of Columbia American Little League Baseball. 
Roofing isn't something you think about until you need it. When you do, let Roof Systems, Inc. be your first call. Roof Systems, Inc. is locally owned and has been providing excellent service since 1983. From repairing roofs on small homes or installing new roofs for large commercial retailers, no job is too big or too small. Why choose Roof Systems, Inc.? Well, in our customers' words, best experience I've had with construction-related business. Honest, professional, friendly, and affordable. Call today, 931-398-5977. That's 931-398-5977. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 7 p.m. two nights a week, 931-388-8452. Beck Dental Care in Columbia, 1603 Rosewood Drive. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art, fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, my name is Tyler Sneed, Executive Director at Morning Point Assisted Living here in Columbia. We provide assisted living and memory care for your loved ones. Our philosophy is to create a home-like environment, and my personal motto is to treat everyone like family. Come see me at 2050 Union Place here in Columbia, or you can call me at 931-388-2200. You can also reach us by our website, www.morningpoint.com. This is Eli Gold, and you're listening to 103.7 WKRM Columbia. Back to the top of the lineup for Judge Matthews' team. Camden Minatra still on the mound. That's his 12th pitch of the night. Ball one outside into the dirt, and Jamari Brown back up to the plate. And we've got a new catcher, uh, Mr. Gabriel Harris, who moved behind the mound. That's right. right? I think Graham Nutt had quite a workout tonight, and I think they're giving him a little bit of rest. Definitely could be the case. The pitch from Minatra, a little high and inside. 2-0 and the count. Fourteenth pitch from Minatra is outside and a little bit low. 3-0 and the count. No outs here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Nine to nine, your score. Swing and a miss, strike number one from Jamari Brown. Yeah, you got to make him. Got to make him hit his way on. If he if he gets a good hit, uh, so be it. But you got to throw strikes. 
Swing and a miss. Strike number two for Jamari Brown. So a full count here for Jamari Brown. No outs here in the bottom of the fifth. Tie ball game. The pitch from Minatra, and he'll put it into play. It's scooped up by the shortstop going over to first base. What a play. And the play is made. I tell you, you got to be quick. He barely got him. Graham Nutt makes the play on first base, wow. who has been catching all night. Man. And now Asa Kelly up to the plate. I don't. You just don't realize his speed. I mean, that was a. It's impeccable. It was close play. It wasn't even deep in the hole at short, and he barely got him by half a step. A little shot to the head right yeah, there. Gabe took one off the face mask there. Asa Kelly, Asa, Asa Kelly uh, facing a 2-0 count. One out here in the bottom of the fifth. And he had, had a double his last time up. He had a, he's two for, th- two for two in the night. He had a walk and a single and a double. And that pitch from Minatra, a strike. Yeah, he just had a little change up there. He just floated it in. 2-1 the count now on Asa Kelly. And the pitch right there from Caden Minatra gets Asa Kelly to swing and miss. Two and two the count now. There's the pitch, and he'll put it into play. It goes right through, right down the center and into center field. Asa Kelly with a single. Very good shot right there. That's his third hit of the night, so... We've got Will Davis coming up, I believe, who is uh, he's had a double his last time. Uh, he's trying to field his choice and walked his first time up. So he's one for two. The pitch from Minatra, it'll go over D.J. Park's head, and Asa Kelly will get to second base. Great hit right there from number 99, Will Davis. And now number seven, Lee Holloway, back up to the plate. And he is a one for two as well. He had a, a walk the first time, a double, and a bounce out pitcher to first last time up. The pitch from Minatra, it'll go over the head of Lee Holloway. Wow, good play by Gabe. He had to stand, come out of his stance and and jump to his left and catch that ball. There's the pitch. Blocked up by Harris. 2-0 the count. Still one out here in the bottom of the fifth. And put into play by Lee Holloway. It might drop right there, and it's caught. Shortstop made a tremendous play. Again, with his back, his back to the infield, he pulled that in. And he was, runners could not advance after the catch because he was about 10 feet behind him. Great play. Now we got, uh, now I'm confused again. Now we got number number three. Will Goodman, I think. Will Goodman coming up now. That's right. Outside pitch right there. He's now batting in the fifth position. Previously he had batted in the eighth position. A 1-0 count on him. Two outs here in the bottom of the fifth. And it'll hit Will Goodman. Hit him on the hand. And he'll be a good sport about it and 
shake that hand off and run to first base. And now it's all up to Tucker Townsend. Tucker Townsend, two outs here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Caden Minatra still on the mound. He's thrown 28 pitches. And the bases are loaded. We've got Will Goodman, Will Davis. And Tucker's two for three with a pair of singles on the night. There's the pitch right there. It's passed. Here he comes. This is the play of the night, folks. He slides in, and he's safe. And I believe the game is possibly the game is over. And I think it that it is. So a stolen base. It gets past Gabriel Harris uh, and hits the backstop. He does everything he can. And Kim, Camden Minotra comes down and tries to make the tag at home plate. Uh, but it was just not in time as the winning run is scored. And uh, this game, what a great uh, second game to end on. I tell you. Uh, what, a fir- what, a great, what a great first game to have uh, in our doubleheader, first of the season. Yep. Final score in uh, the bottom of the fifth inning. We went through five. Uh, 10-9 in favor of Judge Matthews. So uh, just a little preview. We're probably going to be uh, – seeing this matchup again. Oh, we will. Uh, definitely think, in regular season play and then probably in tournament play because I've got a feeling that these are going to be two of the top tier teams uh, in this division and in this league this year. I think so. Both of them can score. Uh, they got a multitude of pitchers that they can go through, but uh, I look forward to the. And there's two teams, obviously, we did not see tonight, but I think they play each other like three times, if, not, if I'm not mistaken, throughout the season. Uh, we'll clarify that with Coach uh, Harris probably soon. But, uh, wow, what, like you said, great evening of baseball. Uh, it's beautiful out here. The breeze is finally kicking up now. But uh, I think it's in the mid-upper 60s still. But uh, we're loving it, and uh, I can't wait for next Tuesday. Oh, I can't wait either. And, uh, you know, we, we've gotten a whole uh, uh, four hours plus of Columbia American Little League baseball tonight. <laughs> and. Uh, me and Terry have had a blast. I hope you guys have all had a blast uh, listening to us and uh, giving these uh, kids the opportunity to maybe hear themselves uh, have their Little League games on the radio. Yeah, so. that's right. And like I said, if you got, you got relatives that live out of state, you know, tell them uh, WKRMRadio.com. On your, you can go on the Internet and you can listen to us. Uh, go to 103.7, hit the Listen Live tab. And you can uh, hear every one of these games on uh, Tuesday night. So, uh, great, great night. Uh, and again, thank all the sponsors that sponsor Little League. And when you go, if you hear one of the sponsors and you happen to be at their place of business, thank them, thank them for sponsoring Little League and tell them you heard it, heard their advertisement on our station. That'll make uh, them happy and make us happy as well. We appreciate them. We appreciate all of our sponsors. We appreciate all of our listeners. Yep. And uh, so this is about going to do it for us this week's episode of uh, uh, Columbia American Little League Baseball on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Uh, no longer TriStar Sports as we're trying to make a little change right, right there. So Front Porch Sports Radio Network. So uh, we really appreciate you guys joining in, and we really hope you'll join in next week as we have another slate of – uh, really good little league matchups. That's fun for the kids, fun for us, fun for you to listen to. And uh, with that being said, radio still loves you, and we will see you and uh, talk to you next Tuesday night. Wait a second, Terry's got one more thing. And remember, stay classy, Columbia. That's right. See you guys.